sakes. Uh, funny enough, Scotty, I, we thought you were going to find us like already 10 minutes in. We didn't think oh, we were going to do But it's all inside now, dog. You, we all see right, you. Cool. Niggas that keep that, talking. Uh, nah, bro, we're about that, bro. Like, you know, you got to be on point with everything, man. You know, no delays and stuff. <laughs> so let's get it. <laughs> No, I appreciate that. I appreciate no, that. I got bro. you. I got you. I got you. How you feel, six, about niggas that that keep time? You know how I feel about people that keep time, bro. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that that Scott is here because he's another nigga that keeps time. Like keeping time is important, and I know that you understand the importance of it. Now, I wish that. In fact, can you explain how important it is to Smoothie so to keep time, bro? Wait, he never keeps time. He's always late. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, this crazy. nigga has, like, a time thing going on, bro. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, like, he's a busy man, man. You know? He's a busy man, I guess. You know? He's always, like, really trying to, like, put things together. The new age scoop my cartini. So, you know... <laughs> Cut that, cut that shit, man. Oh my God, they really don't, they really don't like me. So it's not going to feel like I'm, I'm biting scoop. Jesus Christ, you niggas. What do you mean they already don't like you, man? They don't have a choice, you know? You're the voice of the, the young niggas now. Uh, so you got to assume your role. You know appreciate saying? it, my brother. Uh, what yeah, takes yeah. us though is that I'm improving. I'm really trying to work on it because I also get very frustrated with people that don't keep time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you being. That's a really big issue for me too, man. You know, it's a really big issue. I've really encountered so many people that don't keep track of time. You know, people schedule meetings for maybe like lunch hour, and they show up at like two thirty, and it's like, bro, I'm already two drinks deep into this, and guarantee I'm not gonna hear anything you're about to say. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, oh, you, you. This is gonna be interesting. You've encountered um creatives from. Africa and creatives outside Africa. Um, yeah, when yeah. it comes to time and seriousness and things like that, um, is it any different or is just, it's just like creative people think? Um, to be honest, I feel like it's kind of like split into like, you know, two different um, spheres because like you have people that are more or less like into, you know, the creative side fully, like fully on. And then you have people that are more like on the creative side and the business side. So, you know, if you encounter somebody that's like more um, prone to like, you know, being about the creative side and the business side, they're more to be on time with things because they understand the importance of like, yo, if we're like setting up a meeting at this specific time, I need to be there because, you know, there's so much other stuff that needs to be, you know, handled, you know, but with Mm -hmm. creatives, it's more or less like if they're working on a project, you know, or if they're like busy with something else, they really want to like spend all their time and invest it into like finishing whatever it is they're doing before they go off into, you know, um, sitting down or talking with anybody else, you know. So So time time doesn't seem to matter much to them. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, So how does it, so which ones do you prefer working with? Do you prefer working with the artist that understands the business as a whole, or do you prefer working with the creative? Um, I mean, in this day and age, bro, like, you have to be more aware of, like, you know, the business as it is, you know, when it comes to, like, your work. So I prefer people that are more aware of, you know, the business side, because, one, they're very punctual, and they know what it is they're doing, and they know that, yo, if we're going into maybe... Um, to work on this like particular project 
this is what we need to do when it comes to like the business side of things and at the same time let's not you know uh, jeopardize the quality of you know whatever product that it is that we're working on you know so i prefer to work with people that are definitely more you know aware of like the business sense and the creative side too Okay. okay. So that cuz sometimes niggas get too deep in the business and lose their creativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That's very true, man. That's very true. Yeah. So Yeah, that's it. Shout out, shout out, shout out. um you have a uh, um uh, start off with your song of the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, let, let, let me start off with my song of the week and let me introduce the pod because we are really like getting deep into the pod. <laughs> 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 you forgot niggas. about everybody else, bro. Niggas, 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 you forgot about introing this, hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my song of the week this week is going to be a song by Aries called Take Care of Your Heart. that song pardon is there a specific reason why you picked that song um not really i was just really going back to that project and i remembered that song and it's a very special ma- message that's self-explanatory um it's yeah. very important through everything that we go through to remember to take care of your heart and taking care of your heart can mean excuse me different different things for different people i've learned to find out um This past weekend, I had a great weekend, by the way. Um, I'm a yeah. uh, and it was all about you know catching up with certain people, um, really getting to talk to people, and that to me, I think that's what I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Nah, for you. Okay, my nigga. Wait, wait. Scotty, do you have a song of the week? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think more or less it has to be um off of the Donda project, twenty uh, fourth. Uh, by Kanye West. Exhausting. Never the right time to go. Got to the right time to go. Never the right time to go. Don't love you. Let me choose just as. Got to make it right for you left. Got to make it right before you Everybody wanna feel like everything gonna be right. Do me over the old me. Let it out, let it all out. God please let it all right. 
Make it right, nothing feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Said, just so you know, this is so interesting to me because Scotty is a yay stan, and and Sex hates yay. Are you dead ass? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. I don't nah. I don't hate. (laughs) See, here's the thing. I don't hate um um yay. I just think some of the antics need to chill. Some of that extra shit needs to chill. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No lie Um, on that. No lie on that. Yeah, bro. Like. Some of the shit that that nigga be doing, ah, nah, 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 nah. Bro. It's Especially, a little too overrated at this point. Yeah, I feel bro. like you know, it's so 2010. <laughs> you know, to be honest, bro. So, I mean, like, I mean, to be honest, bro, like a lot of people can see right through the bullshit, you know. So I feel like, yo, can I actually curse on this like podcast? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, all right, cool. So, um, yeah, man. Like, I feel like a lot of young people can actually see way past the bullshit right now, and it's like, bro, it's not working you ask me but at the same time it's like you know i wouldn't want to put down a nigga for like expressing himself you know like if he feels a certain way about something then let him yeah. express himself you know yeah but i, I, don't, I don't even want to talk uh, about this can you be wild and especially right now so <laughs> wait, hold on, come wait, on guys wait, let's like, keep it let's keep it wait, going sakes no, how is you because <laughs> we here now wait, wait, wait. um i i understand that with black men just disappoint us wait bro, yeah. i i understand that like um you can't you you can't you shouldn't be able to um police how someone expresses themselves and yeah, and i'm yeah. and i'm all for you know freedom of expression yeah, 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 right but there are times where it's unnecessary for you to express yourself in the way that you choose to do it even. you know what yeah. i mean yeah and and with homeboy because we're talking about homeboy and in this situation there's there there's, there's certain parts of his life at the moment that I don't feel as because I've only recently become a fan of his. I didn't like him, but okay, yeah. But now, as a person who's recently become a fan of his, there are certain parts about his life that I don't need to know. I don't mm. need to know half of the drama that this nigga's going through, but because he chooses to express himself in that manner, I know now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now I feel like this could be like an interesting topic that um we could actually tap into like further into. You know, conversation on this podcast because um, I feel like it's very interesting when you speak about you know certain things that people choose to put out there and choose not to put out there you know mm. and if it's part of like the brand itself you know like if it's he's like you know what do you call it? like he's image you know he's like really prone to you know letting people know what's going on in his life because he feels like yo 
I've been doing this for like a long time, right? Mm, that can be sense. you if you're a mental health person again, Scotty. If you're a mental health person that's that said time and again, they keep on saying I'm crazy. You can't then be yeah. doing some wild shit like that. But at Come the on. end of the day, then, like at the end of the day, trying to stay on brand. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the crazy shit is what we know yay for, right? Because it wouldn't but be yay. There comes, like a, we, there comes a point in time where you can't fight. That's the thing again. It goes back to that thing that um, A. Reese's brother is talking about on that confirmation verse. Yeah, like, we actually spoke then, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can't then get the into call. the point yeah. where your brand is fighting who you are as a person. Or yeah, it's true. against... It, come on now, true. dog. You if can't anything, do that. If, any, if anything, people rebrand all the time, man. You can do exactly. that. Yes. Especially because... Rebrand and be a family, man. Like, Especially since you're a nigga that is yay. Mm. You can definitely change your brand every other day, my nigga. Like that's that's some shit that you can make that you can have fun with. Yeah. But now it's like mm, fam. Mm. Uh, come on. Now I was explaining this. I was explaining this over mic to someone that I sincerely think that someone needs to take homeboy's phone away from him. And then before they take, I mean, they already tried that. Like, I mean, uh, the Kardashian family. Well, Chris actually tried it. <laughs> they tried to put Homeboy in like a mental institution, and they failed. And he like spoke avidly about it on Twitter until he got off Twitter, you know. And at this point in time, bro, like, I mean, going back to the confirmation song, I mean, true. I really do believe for like a young, a lot of young cats, they need to understand that, like, bro, at the end of the day you really can't force yourself to become somebody that you're not because like of the PR, yo, this is my image, this is my brand situation mm. and try to like, you know, dilute who you really are as a person because that's what the fans really want to like, you know? Exactly. And, you know, that's like the one thing that's like really got a lot of young, like a lot of young artists um, messed up in the head because now a lot of them feel like, yo, behind closed doors, you know, that's the only time they get to feel like their selves, you know? And, you know, when they're out in a public eye, you know, they need to put on this, like, persona of who they really not, you know, in order to, like, sell records or to, like, be on this, like, hype, you know, skate train where, you know, they pretend, yo, everything's all good, yo, this is who I really am, and it's like, no, we could actually see through the bullshit, you get me? And yeah, that's like, why like i'm a bro. real fan of like kanye in a sense that he's able to you know portray himself as you know a real human being like he's going through it you know how many people do you know that actually go through divorce mm-hmm. um, uh, situations where like they mm-hmm. try to hide it and when it comes out in public everybody's like so taken aback by it and it's like, my nigga you 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 were coming along so well until you use kanye as an example yeah, what do you want thing. me to say? Like, yo, everything you said was fact, fam, until you got to a point where you're like, that's why I laugh. I'm like, fam, come on, cut I it. I feel like at this point in time, he's like, I feel like this point in time, bro, like, you know, um, you're not going to listen to anything that I'm about to say as long as I use that man as like an example. But me, let's not say, because bro. of everything that he's doing right now, dog, like, that's uh, again, what I'm trying to make you understand, to, bro, because it could be anybody, anybody, right? It could be anybody. Ah, I don't want to talk you, about this now because it's some shit I want to talk about later on in the podcast when you talk about responsibility wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. Responsibility yeah, in, in an industry. Responsibility of who you are wherever you are. So what yeah. Kenya now represents to us as a black community, you need to act a certain type of way when it comes to family. 
Yeah. And you can't keep on saying you care about the family, but every action you do does not show that you care about your family. It's going against everything that you are that you are claiming to be of. You so, say that you really I, care about your family, but the things that you keep doing continuously over. I'm really, over, I'm really loving this right now. I'm really loving this because, like, like I said before, like think about it in this way. If, for example, AKA, like the whole situation that's like a really like that's super touchy right now. You know, um, I feel like at the end of the day, if he was able to like put some of these things out prior to like you know what happened with his girlfriend, you know, Mary So rest in peace. But at the same time, it's like, bro, if he chose to put those like things out there and let people know that yo, my relationship is not really all flowers and roses, bro. Like people wouldn't be as harsh as they were when it actually you know came out. To nah, like, yo, no, 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 no. Get me? Trust me. Trust me. And that goes back to the concept, like what you said about responsibility. When you say that, yo, dude, at the end of the day, you want to like, you know, harbor who you really are as a person and like try to protect that and not let people know that, yo, dude, I'm going through certain things in my life right now. Like I'm going through anxiety. I'm going through depression. I'm going through all these like different things. A lot of people believe that I need to like hold these things and not, you know, put it out there because it's not for people to know. Right. But if you're in the public eye, my nigga, like it's your sworn responsibility. If you have fans, if you got people that look up to you, it's your main responsibility to like actually tell people that yo, I'm actually going through these real life uh, situations right now. Not me? really. Okay, but here's the thing, right? As 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 a person who's able to recognize bullshit, and I imagine all the three of us here are, when whenever anyone portrays, particularly a romantic relationship with anyone in the public eye, as sunflowers rainbows and all of those nice yeah, things yeah. fam yeah. we know it's not like that we know we are, that's what i'm saying people can see right through the bullshit so why not just like put it out there bro you get me just live your right. life nah, then, then you yeah. then you then you're contradicting your own point I'm because not if you say everyone myself, if everyone sees uh through the bullshit then why like were the, the friends worried that they that two were, were, were ha- those two were having weird fights like that what do you mean if everyone can see through the bullshit, then yeah. why was everyone shocked when the video surfaced later on and we saw that they were having weird fights? Yeah, but like, it's like what Sakila said, bro. Like, it's only like a few people that are, you know, um, that are to able to see the past the bullshit. Like, just think about like the general population. Like a lot okay, of people, then, then cool. Like the and I'm gonna... Right? <sighs> what you trying to say, what's the point that you're trying to get at right now? As an artist, dog, I still yeah, believe yeah. in being human first, right? Sakila yeah, asked yeah, me a yeah. Sakila yeah. asked me a point the other day. How would you yeah. feel if a girl you talked to um, was mad at the fact that you get in a podcast every week and talk about your life? And That's I said crazy. to Six, <laughs> and I said to Six, hey, I have a responsibility. Uh, yes, I have a podcast, but I have a responsibility of making sure that whatever private conversations I have, they remain private because I respect my private relationships with those people yeah so as much as i take experiences from private experiences but i'm not then gonna come tell their business right here so it's the same thing with music if we're dating fam i'm dating you i'm not dating your 50 million followers (laughs) it's not like you need to update your followers of every single little fight that we are going through i mean so sometimes that's a different case because like you know now you have like somebody else that's like involved in the picture right so you got to be more respectful to their privacy 
right? So you can't but that's, obviously... It's the, same, it's the same thing with AKA. Mm. Whatever's going through in their bedroom, you're supposed to try and sort it in their bedroom. Now, I'm not yeah. condoning however they went about going... But yeah. I'm just saying, maybe they were really just trying to work things out. Mm. No, 100%. I do believe that, bro. I do believe that. And that was like a very unfortunate situation that actually happened. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's but, how I think Kanye should be handling this. Like, dog, yeah, yeah. I, I think every time when you involve too many people, like, dog, you can't be asking for advice. Like, fam, <laughs> he's already <laughs> asking for yeah, advice. Yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a quick example, bro. The other day, um, when when um, he he wasn't able to figure out where the daughter's birthday was being held, my nigga, I, as Sakile, who is wherever he's at. I didn't need to know that you're going through this in real time. One. Two. A few hours later, I see pictures of Homeboy at this birthday party. And then a few hours after that, he comes back and says, Yeah, well, now they let me in. But, like, do you understand how dumb that looks? I mean, yeah, sure, bro. Like, you might actually bring it to the point that, you know, we don't necessarily need to know all the details. But at the end of the day, I mean, what is he supposed to do, bro? He's frustrated. And he's thinking, bro, these people are really trying to, like, block me from going to my little girl's birthday party, bro. Dog, you know? I understand, but you've done everything that is fucked up. Yeah. You're running yeah. around with Julia Fawkes. You, you're fucking <laughs> around with bitches. You understand? You're doing all you're doing. You're making a song with the game. You're shitting on the person that your ex is with. Like, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like, um, I feel like in that context, I think there needs to be, like, some sort of agreement. I mean, I felt like, you know, um, Ye and Kim actually came to an agreement because they had, like, this whole, like, settlement thing sorted out where uh, she'd have, like, some sort of, like, custody with the kids, like, throughout the week, and he'd get to, like, see the kids on the weekend. But, like, I mean, stopping a man from going to his daughter's birthday, that's a little extreme. No, nah, guys. but we yes, we, yes, we, 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 we don't know what Ye is doing because Kim then told us that this nigga's on his like third lawyer already. Yeah, he might That's be on his third lawyer, but like we don't know the finer details within the situation. That's why of course. Of 10, I refuse to speak on people's situations because I don't know what's really going on on the inside. You get me? Which is exactly why 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 is only why is Ye only telling us of Kim's faults when you're not telling us that you've been changing all the lawyers and delaying yeah, the situation? Like, fam, you weaponizing like, uh, if you're, if you're your decide, audience. You're going to decide to tell us a uh, truth. Tell us everything. Give yeah. us yes. all information. You understand? Because you've yeah. already decided that um, everything that happens now, because you are trying to also control the narrative, as you keep saying, then okay, fine. You know what? That's on brand. You want to make sure that everyone knows every side of the story because if some because if, if Kim pulls up and she says one thing, then it contradicts everything that you're saying. But yeah. now, fam, give us everything then, if that's the case. Obviously, you know that people won't do that, bro. How many people yeah. do you know out then there why, that are gonna then, say? Then why tell us? Then why tell us anyway? That's the element of seeing through the bullshit, bro. Like that's where like seeing through the bullshit comes. And I agree with Sakila when he was like, "Yo, dude." You know, necessarily, when it comes to, like, certain things, Ye needs to dumb it down a bit. And I agree with that. You get me? I yeah. agree with that. 100%, I agree with that. Because, like, there's a few things that he does that's just, like, a little questionable, bro. It's like, bro, like, you didn't really need to, like, say that out in the public, bro. Like, you know? 
you can just like go out sort it out on your own but at the same time i mean you need to understand that like you know homeboy's got like a it's not even like a fan base anymore this man's got a whole cult movement you get me mm-hmm. so it's like bro at the end of the day he's more or less like you know the president of his like whole cult right now and people just look up to the guy and they definitely going to agree with whatever he says and that's and the majority then, of people that don't see the bullshit and they just going to take everything at face value even makes yeah. it worse if you're president of a cult does it make sense to weaponize your cult against the man that's <laughs> fucking your children's mom i mean at the end of the day i mean like kim's also not a saint in this bro like we also got to understand that you know? oh yeah no no you see with this situation i can tell that there are problems on both sides right 100% yes! but i'm not but here's the thing if we're looking if we're looking at them from where we're looking at them because it's the only way we can look at them right yeah, yeah um we are seeing a lot of Kanye's fault from Kanye uh-huh. okay gents you know how I'm gonna end this because we we, we, <laughs> we spent about 20 minutes on this right now yeah. <laughs> crazy you know yeah, how I'm gonna end crazy. this we've all been men the three of us are men and we've all gone through breakups Yeah. You know when you go through a breakup and you know when a woman has to go through a bullshit and as a man you just have to take it. Yeah, true. We've all gone through it. Everybody's gone through it, bro. No cap. Everybody every nigga has gone through it with the girl is just being spicy, she's doing things, she she's out here posting, um she's with some nigga, she's you understand? We've all been there. Everybody's been there, bro. No cap. Bro. Your ego gets time, hurt. You about, but you handle yeah. that. Yeah. 100%. But at the same time it's like it's too like there's two sides to the story, bro. Cuz there's uh, also some shit that a nigga might do. You get me? And I'm not trying to come across as like a sus or whatever it is, but at the same time it's like, bro, you know how it is when niggas get like a little emotional and they they might actually go out on a limb to try and make sure that I right, cool, bro. I see what you're doing and I'm just going to make it twice as worse, you know? Ah, uh, see, then now you're in a game with the woman. That's what I'm saying. Like, most dudes <laughs> and, fall for and, it, bro. And the problem, and the problem is that this game, this game that you've decided to try and play, you're not gonna win only you're because you're win. a nigger. Yeah, you're not gonna win. Bro. Exactly. Gonna win like game. some, some shit is nasty from men. We say it all the time. Do you know how nasty? You know a girl can come here and say, "Yo, um, fuck all you niggers." Do you know how many niggers are after me? But if any nigger ever, fam. <laughs> Ain't nobody give a like it's double standards that we leave with. So there's just times where I feel like yo fam, just be a man and take the L. But like, how many guys you know out there wanna like you know go on social media and look like that guy? Like yo, dude, yeah, man, that nigga's really like going through the most right now with the you know his breakup. How many guys do you know that would actually confidently want to do that? You know? Okay, so I love that you're getting. I love that you're getting in this topic on social media, bro. Thank you. But you're making me really want to pod. So let me give you guys an. Yeah. Let me give you guys a situation. There's an artist. There's a there's a couple that they were public um couple. So, I'm guessing they broke up, right? Yeah. And because they broke up. and they never announced the breakup some people still don't know that they know together mm. so uh it just happens because Switzerland is such a small country the girl was out somewhere and another person saw um the girl out somewhere 
and now this <laughs> this person was commenting yo i, I saw uh blazer blazer's girl doing unpalatable things or whatever in a, in a awkward situation yeah. now mind you <clears throat> she's saying this out of you know wait she's worried but only to find out that this girl is doing this thing freely she can do it now she's not with homeboy right so who's to blame in that situation nobody you gave people it goes back to six points we didn't need we didn't need to know anything you gave us information and now you need to deal with the consequences of us having that information man i always tell people this bro like not everybody like needs to know what you're going behind that i mean like bro at the end of the day if it's your private life keep it private that's that's yeah. all i'm saying as long as so, you're not doing any weird shit bro just keep it private just keep yeah. it private my nigga i don't private, need to bro. know how for that shit that's we just need to know life, you know we need to know the open word podcast for what it is that's bringing forth information on an entertainment uh circle we don't need to know you know who sakila's dating who's receiving with what's going on behind the scene we don't need to know that bro just bring and us if you do the wait, product, buddy. Bro. again people have the power of choice right yeah people have the power and and, and again podcasting it can be really personal depending on how you get with your audience right that's yeah, why it's different yeah. from tv if me and sakes get to a point where we get married probably if we're still poor day we'll we might just it. drop who <laughs> of course the audience <laughs> is gonna go you know you're married you might even drop who you dated It might always go on a limb depends. Introduce it on a pro- on a podcast, bro. Talking no, 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 no. no, no. Okay, weekend, right. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had twenty five guests. We had, you know, salmon. Not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. Okay, we we ain't doing none of that. I get you. I get you. I get you. But. Yeah, dog. But once we do, if we decide to, my point is, if I ever now decide yeah, yeah. to come and give the listeners of this podcast that information, I'm gonna have to deal with them having that information. Yeah, true. And them choosing. I'm to gonna react deal with to them having opinions about the girls. To react. True, true. Yeah. Oh, your girls are. Oh, your girls. Blah blah blah. Oh, now they're going to her page, and it's even worse with me. That's why I would never. <laughs> Even worse with me, the girls I deal with don't even like anything that has to do with the limelight. <laughs> Fam, Man. some of the women that have the, 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 that have women don't even listen to the pod. They don't even like the pod. So now <laughs> imagine, so now imagine they get now they start getting famous from a thing that they don't even listen to nor like. Jesus Christ! You guys wild. Yo, you need to find a new circle of girls to be with, my nigga. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Guys, the board of us, those pretty. I'm serious. I wanna know where where are the girls. That's why I, every time I'm out and, and girls are like, "Yo, you 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 must have a lot of girls." I'm like, "Yo, dog, I write." What, you, I what girls are you talking about, bro? What girls are you talking girls? about? <laughs> nah, I, nah, I think it's just like, you know, um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like a stereotype that's like been, you know, plastered within you know dudes that are in the entertainment space where it's like, bro, we know that you're in the industry, so you must have girls everywhere. It's like, bro, you know, how many girls? Are you gonna go out? Maybe, for example, go out to a gig. Um, if you're a guy that's about to shit and you know what you're worth and you know your business, my nigga, like nine times out of ten, but you're just probably gonna go into that function, walk out by yourself, you know, as it is, because you already know what the situation is. I mean, like uh, Smoo actually said, you know, Swaziland is like a. Unfortunately, it's like a really small country, bro. You know, 
So the bad side to that is that everybody knows everybody's business, you know, which True. is the sad part. You know? And at the same time, I, I choose to always, you know, never get myself involved in that where it's like, bro, because I know it could get really messy, bro. like really messy, you know? Okay, let me ask you guys uh, these questions. You've both uh, been in Swaziland, you've both dated in Swaziland, right? And we always complain about the fact that dating here, whoever you're going to date, somewhere you're going to find someone that has quote-unquote a file, right? Yeah. Yeah. And some of these files um, are, what, four, five years old, right? Yeah. And speaking of the demographic that is um, in early 20s, is, is it even fair to judge someone on a file that is from five years ago, because you yourself imagine how much you evolved. Bro, nah, bro. bro. <laughs> nah, that's, do like, that, bro. That's, that's like that's like that's like that's like, that's like when people man. when people still say that people's body can't bother them. Like my nigga, come on, bro, come on. Yeah, it's very. Nah. I feel like it's very immature, bro. Like, I mean, at the end of the everyone day, everyone has bro, a past, my nigga. Yeah, everybody everyone has a past, bro. Part. Like you can't run away from it. <laughs> you know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a different oh, yeah, take, though. It's a different take, though. Like if it's because it's like extreme, you know. Cases, <laughs> like, yeah. Yo, okay. No. I mean. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, you no, gotta nah, chill, no, bro. Nah, like there's extreme cases where it's like my nigga, nah, fam. There are extreme where it's like, mm, nah, 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 nah. No, <laughs> like no, if I'd no. actually like, yo, <laughs> you know them type of cases where you gotta put your nigga to the side, like, yo, bro, listen. Like, yo, dog, do you know what's going on over there? Like, you do you know what's going on over there? Yeah, have so, the information, my nigga, because I want you to make an information-based decision over here. You know, so man, like, there's like cases where it's like really extreme, but at the end of the day, bro, like, I mean, yo, we can't really make you know any judgments based on people's past or any of that, bro, because like we wouldn't actually get anywhere if that was the case. You know? Yeah, because so, imagine yeah. how many people are judging you from your party. Literally, bro. Literally. So yeah. Okay. Squaddy, um I am um I am I am pretty much in the industry, although I don't want to believe that I am in the, in the industry. <laughs> Why does every Someone nigga say it? that, bro? Every nigga that I meet that's in the game will tell you, nah man, like I'm not in the industry. But don't you're doing something that's related to the industry. What are you talking about? <laughs> You know, because I don't yeah. want to let, let me know. Scotty, me and Stakes don't want to be. I was telling this yeah. to a rapper, yeah. <laughs> so I posted something quote, earlier unquote, on. This it's always week. a rapper, yeah. It's always, <laughs> it's always <laughs> a rapper. But this kind of this kind of goes this kind of goes into Scotty's point about you being in the industry because not everyone just has rapper conversations, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my go on, God. go on. No, but I'm, but I'm, you know, but I'm with you because I, 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 if anything, between the two of us, you would rather be the one that's in the industry, and I'm just your nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Now I respect I am that, not in the industry, you. fam. Yo, I feel like, yo, I feel like we need to really, like, really realize that, um, at this point in time, bro, I feel like a lot of cats look up to. I'm not gonna say look like. Okay, wait. That could be actually taken in like the wrong context. So I'm gonna try to like dumb it down a bit. But like, I feel like a lot of dudes have this like perception that yo, dude, um, you know, he's that guy to go to if I need like an opinion on a set, like a certain record that I want to put out, you know, mm. or like yo, I got this project that I want to put out, but you know, I just need like a strong, heavy opinion, you know, with somebody that knows um, hip hop like that, the whole culture in in a sense, you know. 
And I feel like, yo, dude, at the end of the day, you gotta, that's why dudes actually come out and call you like the new age spook my cartoon, because, you know, that's the role that niggas see you play, you know? And I appreciate that from the artistic uh, perspective, right? Yeah. And I will always kick it as a homie and always be honest from that perspective, which is why that rapper was actually talking to me about it on some, yo, dog, I really do just appreciate like realness in this industry. And they were complaining about how like, dudes are two-faced, dudes only do things for a certain look or for money, everything is it's like that. Like, dudes don't even just generally help people. So, like, when you yeah. help people and do some humane shit, dudes be you, oh, oh, damn, dog. Like, niggas still do. I'm like, yeah, fam. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ain't gonna pay. Like, yo, yeah, like, you ain't gonna pay. You you ain't gonna pay for me to play you as a song of the week on the podcast. I really even play like local songs and I just play R&B, dog. Imagine out of the blue, I'm now playing some shit. I'm ruining my audience just because you paid. I'm not gonna do any of that. You know, I'm not gonna do any of that. But if it's like on some real shit, but industry entails the business, the funny stuff, you know, the snaking... The really acting like you like people, the invites, the awards. Yeah, that's the part that I don't partake in, my G. So for me, it really just has to do with the arts, like showing up for people, really supporting people, really being in the arts 1000%. I'm a player in that. But if it then entails every, like the little tricks that dudes play, keep me away from that. Man, like everybody knows that. That's There's that's what he was talking to me stuff. about, yeah, yeah. and and I was like, ah man, I don't like the games and gimmicks, mm. not for that. Mm. Nah, man, it's like, I mean, if if you have dudes out, you know, back home that could actually see this shit happen, imagine if they get placed in a market like South Africa, in the middle of Johannesburg, because like, yo, the scene out there is fucking crazy. There's a lot of ass kissing that's going on there. There's a lot of, you know, I'm dead ass serious. There's a lot of dick riding. There's a lot of dick riding that's going on there. And like, people, like, I feel like, you know, this is the shit that, you know, people don't really realize, bro. You know, where it's like, you got niggas like A Reese that would rather just be out on their own doing their own shit, you know, and just do it purely for the passion and the fans. You know, that nigga just shows up up to an event, doesn't set gifts. Dips. He doesn't have time to be like, you know, fucking, you know, having drinks with niggas and having little small talk and just like, you know, trying to catch up with dudes. It's like, bro, at the end of the day, Scotty I know this shit's not going anywhere, you know? Say, and sakes, if you guys really want us to pour and if you guys are really going to give out that information, I'm also going to throw a responsibility to you guys to let the people know the other side of that. There's another side of that. And the other side is you are going to lose certain things that should probably come to you because you are the guy that is not kissing ass. You are the guy that is not forging certain relationships. That's yeah. the side. I have to yeah. be honest with the people that listen to this. Yeah, yeah I mean, so like... If you're going to decide to be real and really deal with, like, your gut feeling and not be gullible, just know there's people, <laughs> there's deals that you're going to lose because you stand for something. At the end of the day, bro, I mean, when it comes to, for example, you know, um, with this, like, interview stuff, right? I mean, let alone, I've had dudes, like, try to approach me to jump on, like, you know, podcasts and stuff, but I've actually turned out because I didn't really believe in some of the stuff that, 
they were doing where it's like bro one minute you out here having conversations about dudes talking about like you you don't fuck with so-and-so and then next minute you out here jumping on podcasts it. it's like bro you know and then you want me to be within that like you know that circular energy i'm like not going to even partake in that bro you know if you're not able to keep it real with yourself and keep it real with the people that you associate with then what's the point of like you know doing what you're doing you know and that's why nine times out of ten i don't even like speak out you know on certain things that have to do with the industry because i know how it gets you know and i've also got like you know for example um, with my past management where i used to like avidly speak about these things and i had help like homeboy actually tell me like yo man you know, if you really want to be in this, like, bro, that's not the route that you want to take. You know, you don't want to be out here creating, you know, um, enemies with people that you might need later, you know? And it's like, okay, shit. It got me thinking for a second. It was like, wait, all right, cool. I get what you're saying, you know? But at the same time, I really want to go 100% with this. I want to take it all the way to the top. But obviously, you're not going to get there if you're not going to be that guy that's like willing to you know just like share a couple fake smiles and you know just like do whatever it is that they want you to do you know business is business at the end of the day um i understand that i i i sakes this week um squatty told me to to put down a tweet that i had up about podcast Mm. and initially oh funny enough you go through the same thing like bro i thought i was the only guy that actually had to go through when niggas tell you, yo, you gotta take that tweet down, bro. Like, no, you can't actually say it. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, right, that's crazy, bro. I thought I was the only nigga that had to go through that, bro. Like, you nah, bad. Bro. So, you see, what what happened earlier on this week, Buddha made, um, wrote a tweet about MTN starting apart, right? Yeah. And I was coming from the perspective that, well, fam, you're right. Because we actually did sit down and talk about it. He's right. Yeah. But, I don't, I don't think it should. I didn't think at the time that hey man, it should come from anyone who's even in the space because the aesthetic is. It then begins to look like you're only complaining about this because it didn't go your way. So you didn't True. get this thing True. that you're complaining about. True. That's why you're True. complaining about it. True. And that's True. why I hit the nigga. I was like, yo, nah, my nigga, that shit. Take that shit down. Yeah. yeah. But when we spoke about it, I understood. And and the one point that he gave me, which was, which was the reason I was like, okay, you know what, dog, you're right. It was him saying, yeah, well, the problem is that no one else is going to say anything. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. See, and, and as, as podcasters, fuck, now we're getting into, as people in the industry, if no one ever says anything or speaks up about an issue that exists, how do, how do people how are people ever supposed to understand that there's an issue that exists in the first place how are people supposed to move around it how are people even supposed to view this mm. so we have that responsibility that says yo you know what it might be uncomfortable and shit if it fucks up a bag in the future then it does but right now it makes sense to speak up about it yeah so, so take the reins <clears throat> my nigga give it to me mm. Now, I really, I really do respect that, and I see what, where you're coming from with that. Because it's like, bro, I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to be that guy that's going to speak out about certain things, you know, and it kind of looks like, you know, like you mentioned, that it's not going your way. Everybody's going to think that it's coming out from a place of, like, spitefulness, and it's like, bro, right. 
you know, because uh, he's feeling pressed about the situation. That's why he's speaking up, you know, because it's like the same thing with these like award shows. Where it's like, bro, if you didn't win and you already know that, yo, there was like some fugazi shit that was going on behind the scenes for that. But if to you win that come award. up and you, but say, if you it, say it, it's like you just bro, look sour, bro. You know, so I get the frustration that, you know, a lot of artists and a lot of creatives, a lot of, you know, dudes that are within like, you know, the podcasting space are going through. Especially like on a local field where it's like, bro, you get people that are closer to, you know, people that are handing out the bag, get the bag, and people that are on the other side of the, the, the spectrum that aren't even getting considered. And they're like, yo, dude, but I have so many ideas to offer. Why am I not, you know, even getting acknowledged or even getting put in a position where it's like, yo, dude, you could actually, you know, make some insightful, like, or maybe make like an, an impact within that space with these ideas that you have so let's like endorse you but they're not going to do that because it's like favoritism you know exactly so it's the, it's the same conversation that, that that buddha and i have what um the gatekeepers shit bro don't even get me started on that same thing, bro. <laughs> same don't thing, even, yo man let's like yo yo don't even get me started on that shit bro. <laughs> that gatekeeper shit my nigga this is real bro because that that's what ties in this conversation. You see, if yeah. we're going to look at all points, um, if we're going to look at the entirety of you keeping it real and you being um, a person, see, I like to, I like to view it as being a person of my word. Because if I say that I'm I'm about a certain type of movement, then yeah. I should really be about it. So yeah. I should keep my word. So now, if if we're having this conversation about the other side, then it is the gatekeeper's conversation too. Yeah, true, right. <laughs> so you want to have the gatekeepers conversation. I nigga, we've been having all these conversations. For me, Scotty, why, why it was really important um, to put the tweet out, and I thought about it. I had to think about a couple of things. Firstly, yeah. um, where I'm employed as a journalist, I, I need to always yeah, yeah, think yeah. about it from that perspective. Yeah, true, true, true. I also need to think about these platform think as a business. Um, Yes, this is a podcast and me and Sakes, yes, are creators. Most of the time I can get Sakes to agree with me that something is not right. And at the end of the day, we need to think of the bigger picture, right? Yeah, yeah. And if we're going to uh, um, fuck up future back. Yeah. In this instance, I just felt like the moral obligation outweighed whatever the business was right uh, and yeah. i understand that there's so many people that don't have a moral obligation to this see the thing about me is yes i'd love to make money from this and i know i am going to make money from it but to yeah. me there's still that more i would do it even if i wasn't paid anyways yeah yeah i love it so much and i really think it's important some of us, we know that we're still pioneers in this. We have a responsibility to whoever's following. Yeah. We have a responsibility to build a viable market. And that, that comes with teaching things. This was a mm. teachable moment. There's so many other podcasters that didn't even see anything wrong about that happening. Yeah. So and for me, it was like, hey, and even if, excuse and even if they me? And but I mean, if, like... And even if they did, they wouldn't yeah. say anything. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, do you really expect the person that's, like, closer to, you know, that's closer, that's sitting closer to the cake to really speak about, yo, this shit is not fair? Do you really expect somebody that's, like, sitting way, like, right close to the, to the, to, to getting a slice of the cake 
to really even consider what other people that are uh, sitting further down the table um, in terms of like what they feel like you know is wrong about you know the positioning or like how people are seated at the table. I mean, seated the, at the table. The the, un, the the honest answer is no. But exactly. if you're going to, but if you're going to look at it from a a moral perspective, right? This My nigga, like, but a lot of people game, are this, morally like, forget anyway. all this like mo- like this morality stuff, bro. In this game, motherfuckers like to fake a lot, bro. When it comes to that, like niggas will tell you, "Yo, do I'm about this," and then turn around and do the other thing. And it's like, bro, now you want to be out here present like presenting yourself like you're you're like this clean image, like you're so about the book everything has to happen the right way i mean it's like more, more or less like similar to like politics bro people just like to fucking you know spew up a bunch of bullshit and make people believe in it and then turn around and then and be also like yeah we got these niggas them. like these niggas really dumb shit if they really believe in that you know but then squaddy like, the creatives have power and the and the creatives in this country don't even understand that and then it's my expect- responsibility yeah. to teach that yeah. So I don't care what I go through. That's what I even told Stakes when Stakes was like, yo, it's going to seem like you mad because it was. I was like, yo, I don't care. Anyone who really listens to the podcast, anyone that really understands my passion for this, anyone who's going to listen to what I'm saying and try to understand my point will see where I'm coming from. Yeah. So maybe to expand from that tweet for those that didn't see it, um, MTNS Watini started a podcast. Great, wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what so you started a podcast? Mad. Yeah, I a podcast. And the podcast they started um, is a, is about entrepreneurship, which is great. I've, I've, I've spoken to so many people things, telling them, yo, an entrepreneurship podcast would be great in this country. But yeah. MTN started it. And in, in starting that podcast, I have no comment whatsoever with the content that is there. But I have a problem with how the podcast started. If MTN is going to start a podcast, then you have to cut a check to any of the current podcasters or the YouTubers or any of the digital players at least to do it for you. Oh, because so this what does that show? They're not splitting it the cake now? It shows that you acknowledge. Nah, nah dog. Nah, they just dog. took a staff member from inside the company to do the podcast. You didn't empower any of the creators and mind you, MTN owns the market. They have the significant market power in the market, the, the significant market share, and on top of that, they own the infrastructure. So if anything, all the current podcasters make bag for MTN. You're, so so you're, if you're now going to get market, in bro. with us and compete with us in the space, anything you can do is like throw a bone. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. So, like, it's basically, like, them feeding their own people within the unit, and they're not even considering people outside that exactly. that might actually have, like, better ideas on how to improve this and actually grow. But when there's people that even built the market for you, my G. Yeah, that's crazy. That is fucking crazy, bro. But, I mean, at the end of the day, this goes back to what you were saying, that, like, we as creatives, we have power. And that's why I was saying earlier on in this conversation about you being like perceived as like the new age scoop makatini, bro. You know? And you know how a lot of dudes have this like, you know, tendency if they respect you like that, bro, like they're bound to like show some sort of like loyalty to whatever it is that you're doing. You know? Mm-hmm. And in essence, 
niggas is too want. hungry. Niggas is too hungry over here, dog. Niggas won't do anything, right? It's even on that tweet. So many people were hitting me up on a private level. So it doesn't Nobody's really help. Nobody's going to speak on it like out in public. Everybody just wants to be on the socials. But then my like, tweet alone it. won't change anything. See, if all the names that if all the names that dear me in public to tell me that tweet was some real shit, if all of them did something significant on their public platforms, trust me, something would have changed by now. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, bro. This is really crazy. But so, yet again, yeah, that's that doesn't help, really that, that doesn't help, man. We need to understand how united we are. It, that goes for every other thing in this country that's why i'm so frustrated when it comes to work and that's why i was telling that rapper dude this podcast is not entertainment based me and six yeah. try every day to talk about life investments because we're trying to run away from you weird young people in this industry yeah who are attention driven dog i'm cool with calling you talking to that talking to anyone that really is fine with working and speaking on some real shit Niggas I can actually uh, get on the phone with and talk about anything other than music and kick yeah, it. People bro. that want to talk about actually music all the time. It. Ah, man. Get the fuck away from me. I feel you, dog. I feel you 100%. Uh, Anyways, dog, we've kept you here more than we uh, wanted to keep you. Um, congratulations on the, on the new book. Um, please just yeah, get on it. and let us know what that book is, what it's about. Let the audience know where they can get it, uh, yeah. what you do, what they can find um, in that book. All right. Um, so, like, Familiar Faces is basically like a, a conceptual book that um, I put together. I mean, it's been like, what, six months right now in the works. And um, basically, it's just like a bunch of like architectural ideas. I've had like a lot of conversations with like friends of mine over here, you know, um, some dudes that have actually studied architecture and we've just like shared like a lot of ideas, especially around, you know, um, trying to like move away from like the normal uh, quote or unquote, like the suburban living, um, what you call it, like the sur- suburban living architecture style, which is like the cubes and, you know, all these like geometric shapes. So basically in essence, it's just like, you know, uh free base ideas basically that could be linked to you know i'm not really sure if uh, a lot of people are familiar with um, the flintstones so more or less mm-hmm. what happened in that uh, um what you have in that cartoon is basically these like stone age you know type designs um that have like sort of been improved over the years through like works of through the likes of like um jacques fresco and james terrell um that have actually like dedicated some of their life to actually you know develop ideas like that so we managed to like put some uh ideas and thoughts together and actually put that into the book and speak on it and we also um i actually continue to talk about you know architecture and film and also digress a little bit more into fashion and you know shares like some conceptual ideas with like sneaker designs concept sneakers for nike adidas and all that stuff and um, we also move forward to talking about maybe, you know, art collections necessarily um, with uh, Picasso and all those dudes, what they've actually done. And, you know, I try to tap more into like, you know, um, some inspirations from Friedrich Nietzsche, which is one of the greatest like free thinkers of our time, you know. Um, so 
I actually try to tap into that and also put on some dudes that I've really had like, you know, the fair share opportunity to speak on on the phone with from um, Guanzi Bembe, who's actually um, the head of Ify House. So I spoke to him about, you know, collaborating and putting some of his work on the book. And, you know, we've just like been sharing ideas basically about that and try to like develop the book into you know, something that maybe could happen yearly where we could get more creatives and more people mm-hmm. onto the book and make it like a cultural thing mm-hmm. now where it's like, like you, know, you know, um, like sort that. of like our thing where it's like, cause we don't really have something that we could actually say, you know, we could actually export out to the world and say that, yo, apart from like obviously the music and everything like that, that's like easily available. But, you know, we need mm-hmm. something to hold as, you know, young creatives Our. where we could say, yo, you know, there's a young designer that's out there and you know you could actually check this out on amazon or actually go to pick and pay and actually cop the book and actually go through it and probably find some inspiration for yourself in there you know so it's crazy yeah because yeah. like one of, one of my questions one of my questions that you kind of kind of answered me but i still want you to answer right one yeah. of my questions would have been um who would you recommend this book to um genuinely like generally i feel like anybody could really pick this book up bro because more or less i'm trying to go into that space of you know allowing people to really freely think for themselves like outside of the norm of the norm you know um what you call everything that we find on like social media or whatever it is that you find out there that's like been considered as you know um what you call we got to normalize certain things in our society and it's like bro no we could actually choose to go out and build a house like the Flintstones and live in there and be, you know, useful, you know, in some way in our society without having to go out to Malibu or, you know, to the Hamptons, wherever it is, to Santon and actually buy like a 5.5 million rand um, mansion. And, you know, I feel like, you know, this book kind of like draws the parallels between luxury living and um, minimalistic um, living. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to really offer to people. Where it's like, bro, you don't necessarily have to, you know, go out to Satin and buy this mansion to make yourself feel like, yo, you know, you've made so, it. So, you know, you've made it. So, so you could actually, you know, so you could actually do this outside of that. You know, there's so many other ways to like go about it, you know, because I, I even like on a process of like me gathering this information and having conversations with people i realized that more so in architecture they teach more about like you know the fact that um your like your normal living space has like the probability or 90 percent chance of influencing the way that you you perform and the way that you think and you know just like your overall well-being as a human being right so mm-hmm. that's why nine times out of ten you have all these like you know rich people quote unquote um, that go out and buy a piece of land, you know, and they start like building all these like, you know, different structures that aren't really um, mainstream, right? And it's just like more or less like the discipline of that, which is something that we don't really have access to, you know, information that we don't have access to. So mm-hmm. even though this is like not the full compilation of like the main idea, but I just felt like, yo, it could be like a taste of what people could expect maybe as we go on further because like i'm still trying to like really gather more thoughts and more ideas the more as i go into you know 
into that whole world of like you know speaking to all these like different architects and all these di- different people that really know more about this um this you know in a sense this uh, whole field that i'm trying to dive into you know okay um yeah. you're part of the new um creative artistic business minds um that are sprouting up in 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 our industry now um please just let us mo- know more about your love for fashion and yeah. what you've doing um in the fashion um side of things okay um so merely like when it comes to like fashion um i really jumped into it i think back in um i think i was in high school but i never really took it seriously because like i was more driven with the music i was still that kid like making beats in the back of the class getting kicked out of class for making beats you know and mm. i was more so about the music if anything and i still am 100% passionate about the music but at the same time the longevity to it is that yo it's about the legacy if anything you know and i'm trying to like you know develop a whole well more so like in the future community where i could actually be safe to say that yo you know we've actually brought through these ideas that we could actually physically touch you know cuz right now we got this like weird shit that's going on with these NFTs and all these stuff i mean i, I know mm. it's not like weird to people that really love it you know cuz i that's like a whole conversation on its own you know but um in essence yeah someone asked an interesting question is weed legal in the metaverse <laughs> oh, look at that that's what i'm saying that's like a, a conversation on its own and i wouldn't want to really go into that but um yeah man i mean i started working more or less into fashion when i um started and that's like studying uh film at after in johannesburg and he's also got like an mba i think in fashion and design so um he basically like taught me everything that i know about it and everything from there was just like sort of like me going out on my own and just like studying more or like reading up or you know trying to watch or outsource information that i could you know and, yeah so i went into that and i've helped him timba salati a uh, good friend of mine and we've i've helped him on his i helped him on his first collection that he put out back in 2019 helped him with that and then moving forward i just like you know had a i think in 2020 i actually came up with this like wild idea where i started like you know drawing up sneakers and all that stuff and I actually wanted to do that initially like put out a whole shoe out but obviously the cost of manufacturing and you know the uh technicality to it was just like insane. So, you know, I kind of like dumbed it down a bit, focused more on like trying to improve these designs to a point where I felt like yo, so if we could actually get a series back to it, I could actually go 100% into it. But um obviously having conversations with people within that industry it was easier for them to like you know kind of give me advice about it where it's like yo dude you could actually just like put together con- like conceptual ideas and take them over to Puma um cuz Puma actually has a factory out in Cape Town and they also got a head office also in Johannesburg and you could actually just do that go up to them show them the designs you know and if they like it you know they might actually like you know endorse it and take it on endorse and, it yeah are, so, are you releasing your own merch Yeah, I'm actually looking into that um maybe later on in like maybe the fourth quarter of this year. Um Okay. Yeah. After the project. Um, yeah, I I actually want to package it like put out the uh the project 
and then drop merch with it. Cause I actually got this like uh, insanely talented kid that I've been in communication with. He's from Nigeria, right? And um, he's also out in Turkey. So I've just been like speaking to him and he showed me like some of the insane work that he's done. And, you know, I just want to like go out and actually try to see if I couldn't like, you know, put something together with him, you know? And yeah, we'll just see where he goes. Word, what type of merch? Um, I'm looking at right now, I just want to like focus more on, cause I feel like the t-shirt situation is like a little overrated, but I mean, obviously the, the finances and everything like that, it has more eventually dictate how far we actually go with it, you know? Mm. But yeah. um, I'm looking forward to, you know, putting out maybe pants, working on pants, working out mm -hmm. on, you know, maybe jackets, you know, and all that stuff. But obviously, if we decide to go into that, it's going to be very limited as compared, excuse me, as compared mm -hmm. to like, you know, going into T-shirts. Because like with T-shirts, it's like really easy to like work out a market situation for that because it could be order on demand, you know, so it's very easy with that. Yeah, my, my nigga, if you're gonna go into sweat suits, I'm your man. I'm already here. No, 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 no. You know, you know what I was about to say, uh, say, six even when we about to go into um, um, Squatty's gonna be our man for our merch because yeah, if dog. we drop merch, we we definitely going with sweats, um, yeah. socks, oh, and yeah, like yeah. beanies. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd like sweats. Yeah, and when even going on tour, in fact, when we go on tour, we're probably gonna have all the creatives that we just fucks with. Going <laughs> with tour, That'd be a really good idea, bro. Like, that sounds like, good idea. like I imagine that situations like that are just, you see, if you have a lot of creative minds around you, it just makes. If if we're gonna be on tour and we're gonna be on stage every other night. It just makes sense for us to be surrounded by people that are creative because it just makes our creation better. True. Yeah. Like, think about it. Just fire. Yeah, hundred percent. If I if I have all these artists that we really fucks with on a personal level and uh we have chosen in different cities, I mean they are the people to come out because at the end of the day you also want to link be be uh between your opening act and whoever's there. And yeah. it could work for both for both us and the, the artists themselves yeah. if we just needed a young little movement where we popping up in diasporas i was having this conversation in scotty yeah, yeah. that the african diaspora is a big market in europe yeah. it's a big market in the world because it's a growing phenomenon there's a lot of yeah. africans going outside the continent and a lot of them are young yeah. so you know it's growing man we should definitely and look into it man I feel like, you know, in this sense, to add on to that, I just genuinely would love it if, like, more people within our country, right, would actually try to reach out and try to... I mean, obviously, we don't have easy access to, like, reaching out to Nigerian artists or um, artists from Ghana or whatever the case may be. But there is, like, a lot of people that are supportive in that nature. A lot of Nigerian people that are supportive to creatives you know, in every, you know, in every field, right? Mm. And the market and the reach for it is so amazing. And I feel like if we're able to come together, because like, I feel like the notion is translated to, I have to make it out in America. I got to make it out in, you know, Europe. And it's like, bro, literally the chances of that happening are slim to none. 
you know? It's like, <laughs> you need to understand yeah, that, like, you need if to you don't captivate it. your own homegrown market, I mean, I understand that, like, sometimes you have to move out of your own home city to even start, you know, to even start to have people Get support 10 you people back home, that. you know? Because nine times out of ten, a lot of people might not even pop back home, but when they leave and then they move into a different city, they pop, and then people back home start, you know, acknowledging that person. And it's like, if we're able to, like, you know, grow that reach into, like, different African countries, it'll be so easier for you to, you know, sort of get that attention out in the UK, out in, you know, the US, where it's like, oh, shit, bro, it's that nigga that collaborated with WizKid. It's that nigga that collaborated with Rema. And it's easier for you to have to, like, make movements based off of that. Okay, but like you see, um, I have a question. Like in a in a situation where you needed to move out of your hometown or home country and you popped, and now, yeah. uh, of course, everyone from back home is on some yeah, you know, you're doing your shit. Shout out, we like you, we like you, we like you. Um, how often do those people ever really go back home? I mean, it depends, honestly, because like you know, it's, it's like different personalities out there with artists or like people just like begin to act brand new once they get everything that they've ever wished for right when mm. it's like bro you're not even like you know niggas act too fresh now to go back to their own home city to even throw a little concert or even to, like show face you know and <laughs> i feel like dog my nigga if i make it off podcasting i'm not going back to the hood <laughs> <laughs> this man really gone gone bro <laughs> I dog, and, like, nigga, and he's been when the pocket dicks can miss me dog y'all <laughs> niggas can think i'm acting brand new besides it's cool dog i am not going back to the hood I mean, like yo don't Sorry. get me wrong too bro like don't get me wrong at the end of the day it's like i'm I'm definitely gonna go there just to like show face and be like, yeah, man, like, you know, shake a couple yeah, hands, oh, show people yeah. that, yo, dude, you could also get stay. on if you want to. You know, not to stay, but like at the end of the day, man, like, <laughs> you can't run away <laughs> with, you know, you can't run away from your home country, bro. There's no way, you know? Move up to Nigeria and be like, yeah, man, like, I'm Nigerian. Nah, bro, come on. <laughs> Nah, yeah. nah, 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 it's cool, dog. Now we can pour it from another country and just come yeah. back to South yeah. for like two months to get the feet of SD. Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm cool with that. I'm not to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, everybody's trying to run away, man. And I feel like that's the biggest... Yo, like, niggas finna realize... Like once it's too late that man we done fucked up like real hard bro like all these like radio stations all these like you know media channels bro they finna know that yo dude we done lost a lot of like you know because i'm pretty sure like right now um what's this media what's this channel back home um swazi tv right um, yeah i'm pretty sure they like kicking themselves in the face right now you know with you know the whole uncle waffles situation she didn't left and you know they probably like thinking to themselves shit bro like we should have actually like you know probably offered her something better or like you know and it's like they were never because they don't see talent i think waffles was never sported by swanson tv waffles was sported by jlla yeah 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 no 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 disrespect that's like like an entire entity on its own because i know that it's like owned by you know young creators you know, and shout out mm-hmm. to them for, like, doing what they're doing, bro. Like, yo, props out to them, bro. You know, we need more people like that. Like, young dudes that are just, like, you know, really hungry to come together and work. And I feel like that's, like, one thing 
that I wish I could actually change about the situation back home. That young people uh, need to stay know, more, bro. I know. I really, we had a phone call. Uh, about this. Dogs, that's not happening. We spoke about this. Come on, long <laughs> conversation. But this is like a thought that I just want to put out there, you know? Because at the end of the day, bro, like if anything, we need to like look at Jelly as an example. Look at what they did, you know? Look at what they did. Because like if they never put on that platform and never, you know, sort of allowed, you know, uh, Uncle Waffles to come on and she never really touched those dicks out at that station, you know, she would have probably just like sat back and not really, you know, would have been mindful about, yo, I want to be a DJ or anything like that. And she probably would have actually, like, she probably had the passion for it, you know. She jumped on there. She did what she did, you know. And she's, like, you know, probably, like, one of the biggest exports that we have right now. And mad love out to her, man. Like, she's doing her thing. And it's really crazy, bro. You know, but yeah, I just no. wish that, I just wish that we had, you know, people seeing that as, as an example of what could happen if young people came together. Because, like, yo, we didn't have, I mean, like, you know, all happened. these, like, all these endorsements from like, these big companies because i'm pretty sure they didn't get like, an endorsement deal from you know one of these meat uh what you call these like brands or these companies these corporate brands from back home to like have that station run right they just mm. did that on their own bro <clears throat> you get me Sam, they did that on their own. You, young people in this country are not gonna work together but I have two things that I'm going to talk about, Scotty, that I want you to be here with us as we kick it on before we let you go. Um, the first one is a topic of ownership. It's a very foreign concept, and I want you to understand that. Um, yeah. You've been saying Scoop's name a lot, so I'm going to use Scoop. <laughs> to me, it's wild that Scoop does not have a personal YouTube page. It's wild and should be noted. Scoop for his greatness, his talent, and for everything, he does not have his own content that he owns. Yeah. Now, whatever he's doing with um, yeah, on, on, on Flickr, yeah, on, on Flickr, with a podcast or whatever it is, he I don't know if he has shares in it or whatever, but it's not his, it's not entirely his. Yeah. So, Scoop Makatini does not have his own content that he owns. That yeah. to me, telling. So I'll take that to Swaziland. There's so many young creatives that are growing up right now and I'm seeing a lot of them getting in certain situations where they're not owning their content, which to me then tells me that the information is not even going out there. You guys are not even really understanding what the power or the potential or the point yeah. of content creation is mm. from our yeah. level of doing things. If you don't yeah. own it, then you not you don't have your own narrative. You not having your own narrative means you don't have your own story. Yeah. You having your own story means you don't contribute to the culture. You yeah. not contributing to the culture means you're not spending your money to make your content. So that, those are the things that we don't come out to talk about. So people then start platforms for the sake of starting platforms without having wise. Yeah, it's all just like riding a hype wave, bro. Like niggas just want to. Now we have a platform that. Now we have a platform that has no message, and a platform with no message is more dangerous than (laughs) a platform that is non-existent. Yeah, yeah, true, hundred percent, bro. I mean, this like takes me back to um this like interview that I watched with Scooter Braun. I'm not sure if you know him, but he's like the label exec. Uh, I think it's Schoolboy Records. Um, the guy that found Justin Bieber, right? And Scooter Braun, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Scooter Braun. And he's like a really good example of 
somebody that really understands the industry, both as a label exec, exec and in favor of the artist, where he tries to give advice to people in terms of like, yo, dude, you need to go through these channels in order to make sure that you protect your um, your 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 product and your content or whatever it is that you're doing, your masters, whatever it is that you're doing, just make sure that you protect it by doing A, B, C, and D. And I feel like a lot of people are just jumping on to wanting to go into the studio, record music, put it out there, and they're not even understanding what it means to literally own your shit, right? And that but was I don't blame before. them because yeah, but they how do you, Yeah, but how do you, how do you I don't blame them explain, because How do you try and explain to an upcoming artist who's hungry that, yo, yeah. if you take that deal over there, it's going to fuck you in the long run when they're thinking about today? Like, I mean, there's like so many types of deals that are out there, bro. We have 300, uh, 360 deals, right, with labels. And uh-huh. we have like uh, publishing deals. We have um, marketing deals. Um, you know, with 360 deals, deals. Yeah, and management deals. 360 deals are exclusively we own your shit, bro. You know everything. Yeah, everything you got your that's shit, we right. own your shit. Your and then we're publishing it. deals. Publishing which deals is not the big cash was in. Yeah, the big, the big <laughs> cash was like unfortunately in a 300 uh, 360 deal, right? But and that didn't end up. Could see everybody know, that really knew. Anyway. And it was like a sad case. I mean, like um, Zeus actually tried to like, yo, he tried to tell homeboy like early on, like, man, look internet wave is good that yo they helping you with everything shooting videos setting everything up it's all good producers they paying for it studio time you're all good but in the long run bro you're not gonna get anything from it right because with 360 deals it's set up in a way that you're not gonna make a single cent from it as long as you're not touring you're not doing shows you're not getting nothing right from streams to you know radio stations playing your songs that's because nothing. they were doing a lot, dog. That's because they were doing a lot. I sat there and watched um, Big Hash make every single record with one producer who was yeah. in-house. I said to myself, okay, I see what the label is doing. And nobody saw a problem with it because the boy was harnessing his craft at the time and the music was sounding great. I, in my corner, I was sitting there saying, okay, something is wrong over there. Yeah. And I remember very well, um, I had... I, I had um, to interview one um, artist under Internet Wave at the time, solve the problem. I don't know if you, you're familiar with him. Yeah, I know but, the homeboy. Yeah, I know the homeboy. Uh, so we talked and everything was set up. And then he was like to me, oh, dog, but do you mind just letting the label know? Because, like, I got to let them know someone's going to drive me from there, you know, and I can't do shit without them anyways. So me and the mm-hmm. homie talked about it. Now he says, yo, just pass the message to the label. And when I reached out to the label, the label was moving in a shady type of way. Now, mind you, this is um, a nigga with a platform in Swaziland. It's not so huge. It's not so huge on social media. So I understand how the label could feel like, why are you doing this? But him as a homie, I appreciate you. I know what you do. So from that day, dog, because I was in Joburg. And he eventually pulled up later on in my hotel that night. We kicked it and he told me that, yo, dog. I came here out of respect, but yeah. no, there's a lot going on in the label. And both him, both Sov has been in a in a contractual uh, problem with Internet Wave, and so has the big hash. So a lot of artists get in contractual problems because they ah uh, say, do I am I gonna say this? <laughs> it goes back to what we were talking about last week. Um, if I am not entitled 
and I'm a person that believes in work. I I said here last week I don't like people that like the best in things because I think work might not be enjoyable. So if you know that a label is pushing you, they're making the phone calls for certain radio stations, they're pushing things, blah blah blah. They're paying all the producers, they're doing the videos. Just know, someone the people that need to be paid from that, someone needs yeah. to make money from all of that. So be aware. This takes me to my next topic, something I didn't yeah. want to talk about, and something that Sake said I shouldn't ask you, but I will. And feel free to answer this. Nah, please don't. No, please don't. As PC, in the most PC way possible. <laughs> so I trust you will find a, a, a proper way of answering. Yeah, this. but now you're putting him in that in in the situation, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're like you're putting him in that space, bro. And that's why I said don't. <laughs> okay. Let him um, ask question. Let him ask it. Yes, I'm Scotty, there's been a hullabaloo over the past week on social media because Slade announced that he is, um, I don't know what it is, what it's called. He's leaving. Ah, uh, yeah, oh my God. He's leaving. Right. And so many people came out on social media to attack Zeus and Kai. I know you know them personally. I don't. Um, they, they were attacking them for um, what they call not being there for Slade yeah. or whatever now yeah. to me I was ready to let this go but yeah. Waffle's name was involved so when her name is involved I just wanna okay what's what's the conversation yeah. so a lot of people are like yo it's because they are focusing too much on Waffles and yes he needed to go because blah 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 right uh, and from yeah, my so brain yeah. I was like hello what anyways there's so many people that don't know how the industry works right yeah <laughs> working in the industry if you're and i know i know that's not a label it's a management yeah. label yeah. yeah so if it's a management stable fam if we manage you there's so many other parts of your career that aren't upon us as a responsibility yeah and secondly in any stable in anything that has to do with music we prioritize the party that's keeping the lights on at the time and yeah, I don't think part? you need to be an accountant to know that Waffles is making more money for any business than Slade right now. Yeah, man, this is like a really tricky question, bro. Why? So, so I'm gonna ask you from it. an artist because <laughs> yeah. I think maybe I understand where Slade is coming from, but I know how entertainment and business is. Now, I don't want you to talk about things from a personal perspective. We can keep it. We can keep it business simple business simply on that front yeah do you but do you, do you really just feel like you know slade was hard done or nah man it's just business um to be honest like man look um i purely would like to believe that you know both you know Everybody that's leading the label, I mean the management label at Creative Corner, you know, they had, they have everybody's, you know, best interests at heart, bro, you know, and they're only like trying to, you know, make, make sure that they're putting on as many creatives out there. They make it sure that, yo, dude, if you're like really about this shit, then we're gonna put you on, you know, despite anything that's gonna go on, and at the same time. I genuinely believe that, um, you know, because I really don't know the full situation 
you know, and I don't understand anything that happened between them, you know, because I wasn't there to say that, yo, dude, this is what was agreed on or this is what wasn't agreed on. But, I mean, from the business side of things, we all understand that, dog, at the end of the day, you know, um, it's very key to understand that, like, yo, dude, all right, cool. If this is working, this is working. If this, not, if this is not working, then it's not working, right? Right. And I really don't want to, you know, say things out of context, you know, and find myself, like, you know, going through a shitstorm, you know. But um, I genuinely believe that, man, look, at the end of the day, everybody's, you know, interests were, like, really considered, you know. And mm-hmm. maybe it was just like conflict of interest or whatever the case may be. But like, yet again, I really don't know the full context of the situation. And um, yeah, man, that's just it. I, I mean, you answered that to the best of your ability, man. Yeah. <laughs> all the PC words as possible. I'm thinking you are the only ones that are going to talk you know, about. Someone's like really kidding lightly. You know when he yeah. said this? Yo, I should have listened to this. Like, you know when he told me, yo, yo, no, it's because it's crazy. No, fam, it's because we, we we know there's rumors involved of uh, of I mean, personal things yeah, yeah. in that situation. I mean, there's rumors every bro. Listen, trust me. This rumor is everywhere we go, you know? And but, I don't want us to talk about the rumors that are personal. Yeah. But yeah. I, from the business perspective, I just want a lot of artists to know that sometimes the management company is not responsible for so many things. True, true, 100%. As bro. many as and, they think they, they should be. <laughs> yeah, yes. And if yeah. they are, you need to understand that if you've ever had a lawyer, I always say this, if, you've had a, if, you've, if you have the first lawyer in town, just know that you are not the top client if you are Smusiso. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. it. That's it, bro. I mean, look, I yeah, understand. Day, I feel like Musa, it's not long with Meli Waku boy. But <laughs> understand that he's put the But you have a young child when I'm being abekona nga twelve, especially when I'm being case ya siposhong in a Victor Kamets and we represent a siposhong. Like my nigga, you understand? You need to understand yeah. that you're not the big fish in the situation. Thank you. That's all I said, and so many, and and then so many people were saying no, but apparently they have a they have a very close relationship with Kai, so Kai was supposed to treat him like a friend. I'm like, oh, even worse, <laughs> even Friends worse. If you're my yeah. nigga and I'm in business and you're not the one that's paying the bills currently, come on, fam. That yeah, would but... that would definitely be a very hard conversation to have, especially because we're friends, right? Mm. Ooh. No, that's yeah, like but, really tricky. Bro. I'm not but spending yeah, all my energy resources on you right now. You're not the big fish, Chief. You're not the big fish. I'm getting waffles every gig that I can get for her. And I'm making sure it's in some of these countries, in some of these places, she's going there for the first time. Creative yeah. Corner is also just a young, budding management uh, stable. So, of course, I want to make sure that for my act, I'm there physically. Uh. Of course, I still want to make links in the road. Of course, I still want to make links everywhere. Yeah. So I'm there with my cash cow, wherever she number is. One ex. That's my number one ex. I'm there. Is that yeah. so hard? <laughs> Why is that such a foreign concept? I just think that, man, at the end of the day, you know how these things get where um, people try to, like, protect, you know, people's images. And it's like, yo, you know. And I feel like, you know, Slate tried to, like, really, 
not going to that route of trying to cause what a detention. You know, he just nah, like, did no, it but I, as I best beg, as he could. Yeah. I beg to differ. That's what some of the people said earlier. And I was like, I beg to differ. Slade could have Slade could have easily just announced um a new bookings agency without saying anything. Yeah. Because I'm I'm tired of this new age thing of <laughs> no, I tried, but you said something. Yeah. You saying something and you knowing that you have an audience and you know how people are gonna misinterpret that. Yeah. The moment he put that tweet out, he knew he was opening a can of worms for people to start <sighs> talking. Wait, wait, wait. What tweet, what tweet did he put out? I'm gonna wait this one. Um, I will now not be under the management agency of blah 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 blah. Uh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah. Stand up. If yeah. he released that, then he should have known that him saying whatever he was saying would have. So I don't buy what Scott is saying. No, he tried to. No, come on. <laughs> Look, man. I'm trying. Come to on, man. To really answer your question without really. <laughs> I'm trying as best as I can, bro. <laughs> no, and I'm trying my best to not sound like um the business guy that doesn't care about creators, but I feel like a lot of creatives are just self-entitled, dog. And I can't stand it. Mm. Nah, true, true facts, bro. Niggas need to know that things cost, and in business, (laughs) niggas just need to... And also, I'm not the person that says bad business is business. But most of the time, bad business is the general business in the streets. And for some yeah. of us, maybe you need bad business to get straightened out. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you expect a nigga... But then again, I can't pose that question because, I mean, fam, we've been hearing about um, bad dealings and bad business throughout time. I mean, I think, I think right now, if you're a creative, to me, it doesn't make sense that there are certain things that would go over your head in terms of management, in terms of business, in terms of a bunch of what's happening right now because... It's been documented throughout time, especially with creatives that um, in business, a lot of creatives get fucked because they are unaware of certain things. And 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 to get back to what you were saying, Scotty, to say <laughs> we tried to play it safe, how many artists changed management stables and do you think they announce to us every time? No, they don't. No, they don't! <laughs> no, they don't. Everybody knows this. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like... I feel like everybody knows what the hell's actually going on, you know? And it's just no, like a conversation. We don't. We it's, don't. A, it's a conversation that everybody's tiptoeing around, right? Because they don't really want to go <laughs> but, in. But in this platform, I will forever tiptoe around that conversation. Yeah. Because, because um, it involves rumors and because it involves someone that we all personally love. Exactly. So I will make sure that out of responsibility, out of respect for her and all them niggas. Because generally, I don't know the creative corner niggas, nah, but bro, I just like, think I they fly young niggas doing, doing their respect. thing. The Kai, so, and, you know, I know that. that Kai is a solid dude. Like, if anything, that man is like a solid dude and he's about his shit. And if anything, I know them niggas would have probably spoke about this shit. And that's why nine times out of ten, when it comes to like industry stuff, I really try stay the fuck away from it because i know how messy it gets but on top and they of that, did it gracefully they did yeah. great i think it was zeus okai who just came out and said yo dog congratulations blah 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 do your yeah. thinking 
And yeah. I was like, oh shit, Simple. that's fly. Because exactly. if anything, when I saw him just say the tweet, oh, I'm out. And I was like, oh, they can't be so bad. If you can just wake up and decide you're exactly. not happy anymore and leave, then they really, the homies aren't so bad, dog. No, trust me, bro. Them niggas is really tight. Like, they solid dudes, bro. Like, if anything, and I genuinely believe that, Um, you know, obviously at the end of the day, if you decide that, yo, bro, you got, like, different, you know, goals or you got a different vision, that's not really in line with whatever is going on right now. You're obviously gonna like take your shit more seriously, and if you want to, damn, you've been there for two months. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut. <laughs> oh my god, but I, I don't. Anyways, now it's yeah. gonna seem like I'm hating on Slade. I don't even know Slade enough as an artist. Yeah, but yeah. I just feel like you've been in a management company for two, three months. You're getting oh. gigs out of the country what's the problem is that you aren't being treated as the act that blew up on a show where you were at because maybe that's what some other people were saying let's not forget that waffles blew up at a slade concert it's like okay so what so so (laughs) yeah 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 i feel you and and she blew up those people that have been djing for 20 years yeah. She's blown. She's blown up and performed in stages that they have never even gotten close. I really to. don't get the, the the whole like the wave that people were trying to ride or this wave they were trying to create, you know, or trying to spew hate against her. But like, you know, man, at the end of the day, bro, you know, she did what she did. She put in a lot of work, you know. And I feel like, man, there's no reason to try to discredit somebody for like doing whatever it is they're doing. You know, if it's working out for them, let them like do their shit, bro. Don't be out here trying to like speak hate and try Duh, to like. Just shut the I'm fuck not up. a bad bro. Like I'm not Duh. a bad. Man. I will not stand for that shit. Bro. Like I find that shit like totally disrespectful, bro. You know, you're not about to like come across right now and try to like discredit somebody for doing what they're doing and try to like make up like, accusations or try to make up all these different narratives. You don't even know that person like on a personal level for you to be out here talking all that bullshit, bro. But that's why to me it's very important for us to have these conversations when it comes to um contracts artist stuff and all of right because so many people get in this thinking it's going to be a short game if it's going to be a short game or if you want to play it as a short game just know it's going to come as a at a cost if you're going to play the long the long term game it's also going to come at a cost but you're probably probably going to enjoy it more yeah, yeah, but so, it's also important to just let people know that if you're going to go into any sort of industry, just do your research first. Bro, that's, that's like, that's the one thing first, that I, I chose to do. Like, right after I dropped my project, I was like, bro, listen, um, I spoke to Eric, uh, Eric Ngabende at the time, he was my manager. Um, and he was the one that just like basically, like he schooled me on everything that I needed to know, you know? And he was just like, bro, at the end of the day, you need to know about what's going on when people try to set up, you know, gigs for you or try to get you bookings or try to do this for you. You need to understand what the hell's going on, you know, because if you're mm-hmm. able to move in that space and know what's going on on the business side, you won't have to cut somebody a 20% check. I mean, 20% for your check, you know, to go pay yeah. them to do so, you know, A, B, C, or D, things that you're like, that you could actually do on your own, right? Yeah. So I feel that like niggas are lazy, dog. Niggas are lazy. Niggas are to work and not cut the same them. thing. It's yeah. the same. It's the same conversation we had at the beginning of this, where yeah. 
which which creative do you want to deal with? Do you want to deal with the creative that's just on the creative yeah. side of it, or the one that yeah. understands the business aspect of it? Yeah. But my point then six, if you want to be the creative that just creates, then know that you gotta cut a check for everybody that does every other thing. Yeah, and niggas <laughs> don't want to do that though. Dog. Don't niggas complain. Don't yeah, niggas, niggas don't want to <laughs> cut because, people checks for doing their work for them, bro. Like, exactly. Nobody, you I, know. I think the way a creative probably looked at it is that, yo, dog, I'm the one that actually put in the work in the so studio why am I or wherever. So why the you, fuck what, am I paying who, who you know? will go over to do some shit? Bro. I was like, nah, bro. There's a lot that actually went into it. You know, there's a I'm lot saying, more. Yeah. Know? And it, it actually, like, niggas need to realize that, you know, maybe making that one song, you might think it costs a lot of money. But the marketing actually costs way more than making that one record, bro. Word. Yeah, you get word. Me? And that's the shit marketing. that niggas don't really realize, yeah. no? Marketing, marketing, like, I think, the I think marketing takes up a lot for, of a lot of the, the money per- that, yeah, yeah. That, that that people actually um, um um like make or whatever. Yeah. Marketing marketing takes up a lot. Yeah. Cause I was even surprised like on when I saw I think um spreadsheet, I think from Apple, right? And they spent mm-hmm. so much money while Tim Cook was actually like, you know, talking about the shit. And he was like, yo, dude, they actually spent more money you know, from like a sales and revenue on marketing alone in a single year, bro. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Way more so, money. That's why I be, seeing, I be seeing, I be seeing niggas sign, bro, and all the label is doing is just getting you an expensive photographer. And I'm there bro. like, all right, buddy, that bill is coming out your pocket, my G. And it's <laughs> yeah. understand that as soon I'm as, as, soon as you start feeling like you're making money, Nah, bro. Fam, they, kept the receipts, see, my nigga. they kept the receipts. They kept I be sitting on Instagram counting people's receipts. <laughs> Listen to this, <laughs> bro. This nigga finna pull a shook nine on this. <laughs> Mad crazy, bro. But yeah, that's actually like very true. And I wish that niggas could actually really understand this. And uh, not so long ago, I was actually speaking to a friend of mine um, from the UK. And um, he was actually talking about like he actually runs a um, what you call it, management company too, but for like sports and you know athletes and shit. Um, he's actually like managing one of his friends, uh, Tossin, that plays for Rangers FC. I think it's in uh, Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he was just like talking about like you know how dudes don't really understand the concept of like business, where like if you really want to last in whatever field. You need to go it. You need to go into it with like a lot of research and understanding that business will keep you in this game for the long run, right? And you know, he was just like talking about like how you know um, with Tossin, he was able to like you know like organize so many of these deals for him, right? With Powerade and all these like you know energy drink companies, and they were just like you know trying to put some shit on for him, right? And apparently this dude actually was in the Manchester United camp, um, I think when he was playing for the under 18s. And, you know, he was like, this dude was actually training with Marcus Rashford and all these dudes, and he still uh, connects with these guys till this day, right? Even though he's going out to play for Rangers. But the reason that he left, he felt like, yo, dude, I'm a good enough player, right? And it's like, I'm not about to sit on the bench. I'm not about Mm. to sit on this bench for every single game and not get played. Why not just like shift? And mo- like, you know, uh, Moses was the one that actually told him. He was like, yo, dude, listen, 
you know, we could actually set up this deal with Rangers FC and they bring it up to you and they like, yo, dude, you could actually take this and, you know, we could try to grow you from that point of view, you know, because now he's got like some... That takes like, confidence, dog. That yeah, takes exactly. confidence and wanting to play the long game. So many yeah. dudes want comfortability and shortcuts. I ain't, I ain't with none of that shit, bro. Uh, yeah. Niggas getting too serious. I'm going to get a little laughy. Scotty, are you dating? <laughs> That's not gonna put me under the bus already, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, this not really gonna end my career before it even starts. <laughs> yo, this is crazy. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm in a relationship right now. We get more. Right, how long? Yeah. Uh, it's been it's, it's been about four months. If I'm mistaken. Yeah, it's about, oh, it's so been about four months. Soon. Pretty new. Yeah, it's pretty new. How long is the longest relationship? Yo, man. I think my longest relationship had to be about a year. And that's it, man. (laughs) Yeah, we're not too too far off from each other, man. Are you serious? That's crazy, man. So you're not really... You know what I mean? What do you mean? Oh, shit, bro. So you're not that guy. (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, you know what I mean? You're not that guy. I actually yeah. am that guy. I am a relationship. Uh-huh. But I don't know what the fuck happens, nigga. But my shit just cuts off at eight months. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so what's like so what's the one reason that you think might be the issue with them, like this whole thing? Like why do you feel like it cuts off so early? Honestly speaking, by the time it cuts off, I don't even think it's early, bro. I think it's been a while. Mm. So you just like lose interest and it's like, gah. Nah, not not, ooh, not that it's a it's a it's a loose interest type thing but mm. shit is hard yeah it is hard and i feel like you know um a lot of dudes don't talk about these things in like a broad context because with me personally bro like i feel like nine times out of ten you know it gets to a point where for example a girl might act like really expect you to do things that her her dad wouldn't even do for her bro. <laughs> like, oh, oh wait, actually, are you dead okay, ass serious right now? You want me that. to, you want me to buy you a plane ticket to go to K Town, right now? Bro. You want us to go? Yo, 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 you gotta be kidding me, bro. Okay, you know, so <laughs> I was, I was watching some shit the other day, and yeah, um, it made me. I, I posed this question to a couple of people. They were, they were failing to understand it. Um, if a girl, like your example, um, she has her father who has treated her like a princess. Her father got her everything. Yeah. Does it make practical sense, or rather, not even pra- does it does it make sense for her to expect that treatment from you? Because but her now, father was able to do that for her, so she, you should be able to do the same thing. It, my my G, it depends like how early, the, like you know, you guys got together. Because like if you guys are still at the you know the college level where it's like yo, you know, you still like trying to figure your shit out there's no absolute reason why this girl would expect you to put her on a plane to go to dubai you get me when it's like bro you're not you're both in the same tax bracket right now what is the reason you're not in a father's tax bracket where he's probably got like six figures in a bank account you get me right so then why would now she would like why would she actually expect you to do certain things that her dad does at that age that you're both at you get me yeah mate it doesn't make sense to me but oddly enough i don't think we <clears throat> i would have loved to have posed this question with with the female also 
because yeah, I it'll be really interesting, you know. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, just from like <laughs> from a, one-sided. You know, yeah, uh, perspective. from a nigger perspective, because we yeah. use nigger logic also. <laughs> a lot, bro. Yeah, lot. we use yeah. nigger logic, but yeah, man, to me it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Uh, if I think, like you said, I should be able to, or rather, not should, but I will. I would be able to treat you in a certain wait but doesn't this become like a see the other day i was having a conversation with 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 someone about and they were talking about so there's been a lot of podcast hate right yeah especially from women and the woman that i spoke to the young lady that i spoke to she said to me that niggas really be wanting um mothers as girlfriends (laughs) right that's crazy yeah and i said well isn't that the same thing with women yeah don't they want fathers so now my question me posing it me saying that um does it make sense for a girl whose father has been that person in her life for as long as you know that's been happening isn't that her also wanting a father in you it is bro and i think loki we all want as men to be honest loki we all want a version of our mothers from the woman that you eventually yeah. gonna yeah true and i think with every girl um, if they've had a great relationship with their dad, that's what they want, a source of comfort, a sense of, a sense of security, but it all then comes back to how reasonable and how mature that person you're dealing with is. Um, yeah. You may want that source of comfort and security from me, but it should be on a scale that you know I can, I can afford at the time, right? So, um, yes, maybe I can't afford a Cape Town ticket as of yet now, but if you're my yeah. boyfriend, maybe you should afford some cravings. Mm. If, if 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 that's what depending on and again dog you always know date within your standards i mean that's what you always, always no, no 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 yeah dating. we always like preach that and i definitely do believe in that you know yeah, like, you're not about to go out to, not hard. yeah you know, so you're so, not about so, to go to santa and try to approach a girl and try to take her out on a date bro when you know that you can't afford that shit bro leave it alone yeah. you know like my nigga what alone Huh? Yeah, my nigga, what are you doing? Nigga, are you now doing? you're fucking up your self-esteem and shit. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, do it, kid. I, mean, I, understand, bro. I understand shooting for the stars and hoping yeah. it end on the moon, but this is different, yeah. buddy. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yo, I just seen, I just seen niggas like spent their rent money trying to like, yo. Yeah, hey, you gonna go broke, <laughs> dog? I just seen niggas go niggas, into debt, yo, bro. Bro, all because you try to like impress a girl, my, yo, bro, just leave that shit alone, bro. You know? nah, and I feel like there's timing for everything, and niggas need to understand that there's timing for everything, bro. Right oh, now, shit. just build your base. Uh, you just right said that, but do you believe in in the right person, wrong timing? Yeah, I do believe in that. Like, wait, wait, Scotty, do you believe frankly. in soulmates? Soulmates? Yeah. <laughs> nah, G. I don't know what oh, you're talking about. I don't believe in that. That's that that's just made me think that maybe you believe in so Because I don't believe in the way so that you phrase it about like, uh, believe the right, the, the, the right person, wrong time type thing. Because, because you, you know, that could actually happen, though. And I feel like it's yeah. a lot of us, though. Like, for example, right now so he might be with this girl that's like treating him really well like to a point where she's able to like you know um maybe support him emotionally you know and also financially or otherwise right and he really can't really see that to the point where it's like yo dude 
you know she brings it up and it's like yo Shmoo, i see that you're really invested in this and you're not giving me enough time and he's like yo i don't know what you're talking about right and then that builds to like you know uh, a disconnect between the two of y'all and that eventually leads to a breakup and she could have been the right she is the right person for you maybe i don't know but at the same time could be my soulmate exactly I, uh, I don't know about soulmate bro but like Ugh. you know the right i believe in so i think i've made my soulmate thanks knows i think i think i've made my soulmate yeah i do oh i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> nah, i have faith in you my brother what are you no, mean? not like, not like gender. <laughs> shit. Do I don't mean that astrology, that weird shit bro. that y'all are on, but oh, I really do yeah. like the weird shit that. Nah, bro. I don't no, like. I really no. don't understand that shit. So, <laughs> to the best of my ability, no, I'm not... finding. I'm failing to understand that shit. That reason that you're I'm acting a certain way. Nah, that should be generalized, no. fam. That should be too generalized. No. Oh, today where the moon is at, it says you're going to meet the love of your yeah, life. Don't let me. Like, if you don't get the shit. fuck out of here with that moon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these niggas coming through with some Black Air Force nigga tendencies now. <laughs> Dog. Nah, bro. No, no, no. Now you know girls use that all the time. Oh, six hates yeah. it. Um, every time Scotty like a, a girl says some shit and I use their star sign and they be happy. <laughs> like Capricorns are criers. So every time Scotty's like, oh, I'm such a cry. I'm like, oh, you're a Capricorn. And they're like, oh yes. And I'm like, how did Ooh. you know, bro? How did you know? <laughs> Dog, I guess. Okay, Yo. I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, y'all niggas moving crazy out here, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah, I don't believe in none of that, bro. To be honest, I, I don't. I don't. Um, All right. Um, yeah, gentlemen, yeah. y'all are both out the country. So yeah. I think it's a responsibility to, yell, to, to let y'all know that the, the fourth session of the 11th parliament in our country has officially opened this past week. And... Yeah. Um, his majesty gave a, what I term as a moving speech, right? Mm. So because I term that to be moving, I decided to write about it. And I okay. decided it was um, an uplifting um, speech from the throne. And this is synonymous with all head of states in the country. I think Cyril is going to give his this coming week. Every yeah. leader does. And every leader gets, um, it gets dissected in whatever way. I was mostly very interested in, in, in the young people part. I mean, about 60% of the youth in our country are unemployed. Um, the creative sector is neglected. The ITC, the ICT sector, despite all the potential it has, is still pretty much fucked up. So he came, he gave uplifting words to say, hey, uh, Palia, he reassured us that he understands all the obstacles that we faced with. Um, and then he challenged government to intensify efforts that have to do with young people. So I got a lot of outrage from certain sectors. And those sectors, of course, are, for lack of a better word, pro-democracy sectors who felt... Uh. <clears throat> Yeah, great speech, but don't say it. Okay? Yeah. Don't uh-huh. say it. Don't say it in what sense? Like, don't like, say, what say it in, in, what, in what sense? Yeah, don't say it in what sense? Um, Because it's been said time and time and again, and it never happens. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, 
now before i say how i feel about it and the reason behind why i thought it was important to voice that out how do you guys feel about that do you think as a young person because i take myself to be a medium um and i've said this to six time and time again i take myself to be the medium that takes serious news to disseminate it to a young audience that probably wouldn't even be aware of those news yeah okay so is it wrong of me to praise a speech from the head of state purely based on the fact that everyone is supposed to think pro democracy right now no i yeah. don't think i don't yeah. think that's a i don't think that's a bad thing um <clears throat> you give out information to people and this is something that people needed to know a lot of people might not have been privy to it somewhere and like everything that goes on before before you you said that um every head of state does this and then people um understand it or dissect it however they choose to do so yeah so with this um yeah he said it you might not have wanted him to say it um if he didn't say it part of me feels like there still would have been a problem why didn't he say it but he said it and um yeah man i think at this point maniga let's just wait and see um <clears throat> i genuinely believe that um yo dude like you you definitely did your job um you know uh despite how most people might feel and in, at the end of the day obviously you know it's it's pretty much going to be people on this on a side of you know they're very suspicious of like you know the newspaper um companies back home that yo know, they trying to like spew this like pro you know um pro uh what you call uh pro the throne um news and they just like support it yeah yeah they really in support of that and obviously you're going to get some backlash from them and it's more or less i feel like you did your job on the side of like trying to educate people and try to like tell them that yo um you're ve- like you this is what you felt the speech was about and you know at the end of the day it's a very educative you know article i i i guess and i think yo man like at the end of the day bro you did your job and yeah what what was what was particularly touching to me james was uh. our line of thinking and how it's now been pushed right uh. we should never <laughs> as young people and i want us to be very careful about this especially since our country is definitely going through a quote unquote transition where we are yeah. moving from traditional to digital news where so many things are also changing in the world and just in front of us let's be aware of the power of divide of division let's be aware of the bottom line and we shouldn't be pushed I, I see i'm not for the narrative that says everybody should be the opposition because what is happening right now is not right i think you can play a part where you think there's things that are not right on both ends and there's things that might be right 
I never want to see with the eyes where nothing that the current regime or that the opposition does is I just I hate division. I think everybody can be a free thinker. Okay. I think people like to put themselves in boxes where they are now pro everything because of it's like religion. Right? You're so religious now you can't even question what the pastor's doing. You're so religious it's now away from the moral obligation. I think somebody okay, that you so dislike can do let's something that tie this in tie this into article so the article to try and tie tie this into the eye anyone that knows me knows i've been critical of government i've critical of service delivery even the article itself it praises the speech but it also highlights the problems that young people face and it's an article that says hey it's time young people are in charge of certain things in the country so that you it makes no sense to say this organization is for young people but there's no young person in that organization okay yeah. true it makes no sense to say the country is passing a bill that has to do with ip a space where young people are at but there's no young person in any office that has to do with that hey those people are making laws that are going to affect me a podcaster you a musician none of them even know about the space we at true <coughs> so you were telling me i shouldn't have those conversations purely based on the fact that i'm supposed to be pro opposition or everybody's supposed to be pro opposition is that how our generation is lining itself up to think yeah okay now i feel you yeah i this is really tricky because I genuinely think man at the end of the day we already know how you know this like goes with any african country you know where the young people obviously are purely sidelined because they think that we, we we're still you know you know we're still young and we're still you know quote unquote we're not, we're not people we're that not, have any value <laughs> Yeah, to society, we don't have any ideas that we can bring forth, and you know, this obviously goes with out saying in terms of them looking at, you know, the, you know, looking at the situation for face value, which could be they think that we're still like caught up in this like alcohol situation. We're drinking every weekend. We're just like on drugs. We're doing all these like crazy things, and it's like that's just like you know, maybe. <clears throat> A few people that do that or more or less you know i'm not gonna say a few people because that would be just like a blatant lie but not the ball though like i ain't even going that but there are people that like us you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i genuinely think that it's time now that we need to start you know as young people show that yo dude we're serious about our shit you know and mm-hmm. The time comes where you need to start, you know, living that truth what you're about, bro. You know, as much as we're complaining that yo dude we're not getting this done and they're not giving us this, you know, let's try and make do with what we have. Even though that's not enough, I get it, true, but let's try to empower each other, you know. What are we doing with the little that we have? We're not obviously we're not doing Fair. Anything Man, about I discovered the other day um 
so I was talking to a few people about it and I was like yo w- w- like we're all in different sectors you do this I do that you do this I do that yeah. um why don't we come together let's let's do some shit let's think about let's think about an industry that we can go into um that will eventually begin to make us money and then take us into a different age mm-hmm. and the people that I was having this conversation with they well one of them which was it, it was really it was shocking to me um and it it kind of sucked he's like my nigger and he said to me you know what i would love to do this with you bro but my problem is that you and i are friends what happens if one day you and i have disagreements and we don't know how to move on in the business part of things and i'm like well dog um it doesn't make sense to me that that's a reason why we shouldn't be doing things with each other like for instance to see if i think it goes into people my conversation goes into i want i want i want young people to come together but young people will not come together with people that are strangers so they probably go to their friends but people find it hard to do business with friends because they're afraid that the friend aspect of things will make things complicated yeah well it does and it, it does. does i don't want it to sit here and act like it doesn't <laughs> it really does though <laughs> Okay. It, it does and and probably <laughs> uh, most of the time you're going to lose the friendship but if you're going to get into business with your friends it needs to be ve- you the friendship needs to be really strong okay mm. because business has expectations it has goals ambitions and honesty see in yeah. friendship i can be sensitive and business i can't true Like if I'm telling you today that you're not doing your job, bro, you can't be mad at me. See, in, in 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 friendship world, you can miss our lunch date because your foot is sore. In business, you can't. Facts. Nigga, in business, fam, in business there are even certain excuses that you can that you can't give me. But then people like, feel like because they with a friend they can get it on because you feel like it. What? Yeah. You didn't come today because you didn't feel like it, mother. Oh, Bro, this shit is all too absurd to me because it's just like a whole bunch of like egos and prides and you know everybody's just like got this, you know, their own personal agenda. You know, it's complaining and selective activism if we use the word selective activism properly see i have yeah. a problem with minority groups that aren't so empathetic of other minority groups i have a problem with that hmm. if if you're if you're gay for example oh maybe let me not Uh, you don't want to do that, bro. I don't want to do that. Maybe let me be cool. I'm going to get canceled. Let's not do that. You're not we're not at that Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay, bro. wait, wait, wait. Which other minority group can we use that say? Um I don't know, bro. No, but you see young people. <laughs> but at the same young time, people, yeah. young people, the youth is a minority group. Let's use that. Yeah. If you're a minority group as a young person that means you know the stigma that's just attached with young people. You yeah. know how not being entrusted with especially not an African context. You know how it is what's what the stigma is around young people. Why you mm-hmm. won't get a leadership position simply because you're young. So if you understand that stigma, why would you have a problem 
with someone trying to sit down in those rooms or trying to explain because also communication communication is how it's taken the other side we yeah. can't say we're communicating if we're only complaining about things on social media amongst ourselves uh-huh. go on you get my point so you we need someone who's going to be a link the article if i'm um, sure. let me bring this to full circle the article sure. needs to be in a language where the other party can understand see this uh-huh. article is now a bridge between the youth and the not so much of a youth it needs to be in language it needs to be in a, on a platform it needs to be in a manner in which the other party can understand as well yeah right so this goes with every young person if you're going to say hey you want the head of state to government to entrust young people it needs to be young people that are going to marinate their way in it needs to be young people that will be cognizant of the current situation and approach things with the right attitude because the change is not going to be drastic it, it needs to be won't, eh? it needs to be firstly we need to get niggas that can at least put the message secondly we need niggas that we can put in the rooms and then the niggas can start effecting change true 100% so going back to that point you were saying sakes about people saying hey uh maybe sura can talk about the podcast because maybe he wanted he wanted the podcast money himself mm. hey i wouldn't have minded if the money came to me but my point was i just wanted a podcaster in that building literally that's what right? i wanted that's the only thing that makes sense you know <laughs> yeah that's all i wanted because once one of us is in there things change hopefully whoever's going to be there will then effect because they can then give advice hey i don't think my demo will vibe with this hey i think my demo we can do this it's the same thing with government i think the certain things where they just need someone to say hey i think young people would like this going like this hey i think in the interest of young people this should go like this but how you how okay but how do you get that person that? in there if you don't even like you know have a young person in that room exactly like, literally tell you that yo dude you know this is what the that starts with us right but then gens that starts with us young context, people right now right now right now there is no young person in the building so literally. how do we get to that then, that's because we're fighting amongst ourselves trying to um decipher who should even who is even worthy, worthy of going enough to, to be in there amongst room. ourselves cuz nobody's uh, thinking okay, so- Nobody's okay. thinking about this in a sense that, yo, dude, that we, one person li- yo, going we need, there will you know? benefit all of us. But yeah. everybody mm-hmm. has their own, you know. They're looking at, yo, who is worthy enough to go in there? And yo, if you're yes. looking at it like that, to be honest, no one will ever be worthy enough. For that is my point. In that position. Nobody is worthy <laughs> enough to go into the damn room, bro. So why yeah. are we even having a conversation about who's worthy enough, bro? You know? Because that's it. Jesus right now, bro. Like, yo, if we're, we're way past that time. That's all. If we're all empowering each other in different aspects, then we wouldn't need to have that conversation. Because if we're empowering each other, then we're going to be honest. And we, because we all care about the bottom line, which is eventual change, it doesn't matter if Scott is in that room. It doesn't matter if Stakes is in that room. The fact that a young person is in that room is all that matters to us. 
But if we're still gonna factor in, nah, it's not you, you, why you, why you? That's <laughs> we are already a minority. And if you're dividing that minority, what are we even doing? And that's it's a minority. Chad... It's a minority that doesn't even have buying power. No, nah, unfortunately, like, unfortunately, this minority only believes in um, social currency. Oh which, my god, which is rubbish. That also. is the worst part <laughs> about this <laughs> which is rubbish. Also, <laughs> like you know, you know it's, it's the, niggas is buying land and y'all are tweeting. Deadass, bro. That's what's going on right now, bro. People are trying to like build their lives up in a position where they can literally own shit in the real world. You know, and you yeah. got niggas out here tweeting shit, bro. Like, man, just get off fucking Twitter, bro. Twitter don't even matter in this day and age, bro. Like, just leave that shit alone. Go out there and affect change in the real world, you know? That's why I have my issues with this NFT bullshit and all that stuff. You want to you be jumping on this metaverse shit when you can't even afford to, to you know, to affect change in the real world where you live in. You want to be out here buying land. Metaverse in Swaziland is not a thing because we, are, we have a, an actual... <laughs> problem even being on the internet (laughs) (laughs) yo that's insane (laughs) that's crazy yeah yeah that's it that's it for us doesn't it it's so we're we're young people in this country they are so fucked up i will never get it i will never get it they all up on social media now stop this government ain't doing this right blah 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 okay stop who's a youth leader who have you guys empowered and entrusted amongst yourselves as a youth leader in every sector? Nobody. If anything, we are so so quick to criticize and do whatever when it comes to people that we could be building amongst ourselves. And all we do is complain. See, I hate how social media has clearly brought a culture of just complaining. Because naturally, I hate complainers. Okay, let's complain, then what? What are we then doing about it? Are we just going to sit here and complain? Don't call me to a pity party, fam. Call me to a place where we, we problem solve. Yeah. Word. 100%, man. 100%. I, I didn't want to rent, dog. Didn't want to rent, dog. I just wanted to laugh and kick it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're there now, so it's all good. <laughs> I really just didn't want to laugh and kick it, man. I've had a great weekend. Um, How did you, how was you, Sakes, I didn't ask you about your weekend. Scotty, I didn't ask you about your weekend. Let's start with Scotty first. (laughs) Why do you want to kick it off with me? Anyways, yeah. So, um, man, like, yo, this weekend was actually pretty, pretty drastic. You know, um, obviously I had, like, a lot of um, work to put in with this fucking book. You know, um, I had a meeting with um, a film director and, you know, just like basically talking about the book and all that stuff. And, you know, it was obviously like a good turn in terms of like him, like, you know, placing a a pledge to actually get 20 copies. You know, so that was like a good thing. And, you know, after that, you know, went over to the studio, tried to put in some work with this, you know, this album that I got coming out. And yeah, man, it's pretty much it. Um, I forgot to ask earlier on, where can we get the book? Okay, so right now, um, with the publishing company that's, like, gonna publish it, we're focused mainly, the deal was set up in a way 
that I didn't want them to like you know fully take over you know with every aspect of it you know so I wanted them to like focus more on like pushing it up onto Amazon so they're like the mediator between you know us and Amazon so they're gonna get it placed up onto Amazon um, with a, a deal that's split between you know 60 40 you know so um, yeah and then after that uh, we're gonna handle independently the you know the physical copies so right now we're speaking to pick and pay in Madrand and pick and pay in Ezru to, uh, to to get it shelved over there that sounds dope dog um, and, um, wait and, and like I don't know when you give us a scoop on when the, the album is coming uh, I'm actually looking forward to you know dropping it maybe sometime in the third quarter so around June July I'm not 100% sure at this point in time because I really want to, you know, I've been taking my sweet time with it, you know, just making sure that, because this is like the first project I've really worked with any features whatsoever, you know, um, so there's like a lot of collaborative efforts going into it from the Sonics producers and, you know, the artists that I'm working on with. So um, we got like, you know, a lot of dudes from, okay, not a lot, but I got like one guy from Nigeria, he's an up, up and coming artist, uh, Duke. He's actually done some work with Rema, you know, on the album, and uh, I've also got um, Ao. He's a UK artist, you know, so we also got him on the album, and you know, potential links with uh, Jay Molly. Speaking to him on the phone last year about doing some work too. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, man. I was talking to a colleague, Namibia, and he's mm. got like what he does is like his favorite artist. They send him like they are the album covers and he he, he he kind of frames that shit and he puts it up. Mm. So I think that's gonna be my new thing now from from you artists that I like, man. <laughs> put that shit, That'd put that crazy. shit up in a frame. Send it over, That'd man. Send crazy. it over and I'm gonna put that shit up. Um Scotty yeah, man, thank thank yeah. you, thank you so much for, for, for coming through to kick it with us, my brother. Yeah, no man, um, like yo. You know, it's all love. It's 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 love. The side family really appreciate yeah. you. Um, shout out with everything that you're doing. You're a different creative man. That's so why I fucks with you. Um, it's niggas that really want to do this shit. Niggas that really want to work. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I appreciate you as a person and just the work that you really are ready to put onto this. Um, we had called you here for ten minutes, but you've been with us the entire pod now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's wild. So yeah, awesome man. Here. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, man. Like, See, you got anything for the nigga before we let him go? Um, yeah, man. I like the, I like, I really like the book idea. Yeah. Um, especially when you started talking about making it an annual thing, where we just keep getting more and more um, creatives to go into the space, keep getting more and more people who are going to um. What's the word I'm looking for? Showcase their talents. And yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I'm really for that idea. I really like that idea. Bro. Yeah. And, and honestly speaking, I I hope that it works out exactly how you would play. No, I appreciate it, bro. Really no, do, bro. but love, bro. Like, you know, it's been a lot of, you know, nights where we're just like frustrated about, yo, dude, how are we actually going to get this done? You know, mass production, this and that. 
you know um mm. but overall bro like i really do appreciate the support you know man like at the end of the day it goes above anything else you know you could actually just like put anything out there and get a like or we follow i mean um uh a like or a comment whatever it is but at the end of the day man like the support of people just like you know showing up for you and just like encouraging you like yo man like you're doing something mm-hmm. it means way more i like i keep saying this to people at the end of the day man like the money is definitely you know the top of the cherry but at the end i mean top of the of the cake but at the end of the day you know the support that comes from people goes a long way man you know it goes a really long way yeah you know? and actual support bro not like okay. yeah not this like on. weird shit that's going on. Yeah, not like, that weird that. shit, bro. Not yeah. like not like actual not support, bro. Yeah. Not that shit where 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 just because we're a, around a group of people now you feel yeah. the need to say some shit. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh my and God, you know the man. reason that I actually jumped onto this podcast was, was solely because you know Spoo actually you know reached out and like I personally think you know this dude is actually on some like crazy shit. The both of y'all niggas are on some crazy shit, and I feel like yo this podcast could actually go a long way. You know, for putting creatives on, for putting musicians, artists, whatever it is, you know. And I just feel like you guys could be, well, you are the voices of young people and you just need to keep going with your shit, man. And out of respect for that, bro, like, I mean, you know, Smoo actually showed a lot of love. First dude that actually, like, even reached out about, you know, putting me in the paper. Because nine times out of ten, niggas feel like, like, get paid from this shit. And it's like, exactly. I'm not about exactly. that shit, bro. So, like, if you're not finna do this shit, I... It's all good, bro. I'm not about to be paying people to, you know, get articles out, bro. I'm not about that life. So, man, big shout out to you guys. You know, nothing but love, respect. You know, just keep doing your shit, man. Yeah. My nigga, you already know the vibes. Uh, what's your book of the week before you let you go, brother? Um, Plato, the Allegory of the uh, Cave. I'm pretty sure you guys know him. Plato, the philosopher, Greek philosopher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. you should actually peep that book out. Uh, Pete should actually check it out. I really do recommend it. You know, it could actually just like change your perspective on, you know, certain things and how the world works. Not necessarily how it works, but just like your inner self and how you see things and, you know, really give some good, insightful perspective change. You know, right, cool, so yeah, man. you should check it out, man. Right, we'll do, man. Yeah. Please, please text me. Text me your song of the week and your book of the week so you put All it right. on in the description and all, all of right. that. Um, you know, you know, you already know the vibe. Send us um that unreleased man. So we we yeah. Yeah. send us that unreleased man. man. We um, yeah, and, and I and, and, do that. I yeah, I know you're gonna be in the country soon. So let's uh, hit me up. Let's link up. Have some lunch. You yeah, know, maybe go on. But yeah, but you you a married man. We were gonna hit. What the are you talking about? Hit well, you were gonna hit the street, <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> yo, but, yo, yo, but you might not. Wait, wait, hold up. You might not want to deny that you're a married man. Appreciate this uh, the time you guys actually shared with me. I really do uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, peace, my nigga. Love, right, peace out, bro. All right. Love, dog. All right.
And we're bet. Well, that was Scotty Gray. Scotty, man. Um, good vibes, man. Good vibes. Y'all should really go check out that book. Um, I'm going to check it out, man. Um, I'm going to buy it. I'm gonna, no, you know me. Normally, I'm not even going to say this out loud. But, yeah. Um, yeah, go check out the book, man. Go check out the book. Uh, the music is going to come out, you know, third quarter. And, yeah. Uh, what's your book of the week, though? Good session up. Um, I thought we were gonna have a guest, so I just thought we were gonna give oh, give yeah. them to have the book of the week. Um, that's cool. I don't have one. I've had a lot. Um, that's cool. We'll just let Scotty uh have put a book of the week. And what 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 do we have left on the dog, my G? Mm, let me see, bro. Let me see. What else we got? What else we got? I don't think we. I think we. I think we've almost covered everything, bro. No, so it's what new music, new shows. I'm, oh, um, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I am not listening to hip hop, guys. Oh yeah, I've I've been listening to hip hop, so I'm gonna give a, a so sexy. I've listened to two albums from New Music Friday. Listened to Two Chains first. Uh, didn't like it, but it's been a few days, so I'm gonna try and give it a few. I listened to it twice. It's not my thing. Um, I thought it would be. <clears throat> Every single time I listen to a new Two Chains album, I assume it's gonna be like pretty girls like trap. But anyway, all the um, past two albums have been. I haven't listened to this one, but from what Six told me and what another person told me, it's uh, it's less than the last one, and I didn't even like. The yeah, that's the thing. Um, the way that I view it, um, and I, I'm trying not to be as crit- I'm trying not to be very critical of. Uh, albums and and people making music because i'm i'm understanding that more and more as time goes on that creating stuff like this is hard and you put a lot of blood sweat and tears only for a motherfucker to come and listen to it once or twice and tell you that it's trash but um the album for me feels like it feels like there's been a there's been a he's been deteriorating from pretty girls like pretty girls like trap was the highest and then it went down um, what was the album after that I think it's two uh, chains is just too easy to be making music dog yeah true there's that too but um the second artist that I listened to was Saba oh and that Saba album oh man that oh bro I think I think this to me is the best project yeah yeah I think this is yeah. this to me is Saba's best project man this album was just you know when you listen to music and it just and as much as there's a lot of I mean there's there's sad shit in it because it's Saba but um, it, it's feel good music I felt good listening to this music genuinely feel good this is like one of my highlights of the week and this came out like two days ago but yeah man this, this was such a great album such a great album it's been on repeat um, yeah I, I, I actually think it's better than Care For Me but that's just me that's my take um, uh, my I, Okay. Maybe just do it. No, of course not. Okay. Um, and then what? There's this. There's a YG jam that came out with Cole and Moneybag Yo. Um, yeah, it's a no for me. I don't like that song. I saw the video. I didn't even see the video. I just listened to the song on its own. Nah. Bro. I like the Cole verse. Yeah, the Cole Cole verse is it's okay. Everything else, I don't know what the fuck was happening. Yeah, dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, 
and I remember, I remember, I spoke to you immediately I, after I listened to that song, and I told you now that song's trash. Um, and I told you that Cole tried to pick it up, but you can only pick it up to a certain extent. He could only pick it up to a certain extent. And he tried, um, but yeah, another, nah, that was a nah, mess. Shit was trash, bro. Yeah, that shit was nah, bro. That shit was um, ass. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, any. Any other music your side? Um from the R and B world, um Revan Lene dropped the single. Hey. And um I have a new artist I discovered that I want to share. Please just yeah. give me a minute. I need to go find this artist on my um Oh my god. Oh my god. I just forgot the name, but it's a whole project, fam. It's fire. It's absolute fire, dog. If you have time. Then I, I also discovered um, some young lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Charlie Wilson something. Or I might be switching it up, bro. Uh, damn, man. That, woman, that woman's music is so soulful. It's crazy. It's like, you know, when she just touches you deep inside, bro. Pause, mm-hmm. but yo, bro, nah, man, that was mm, that was nice. That was nice. Oh. That was some nice music. Um, okay, do you remember who the person is? No, because we gotta keep it moving, nigga. Okay, you checking it out. Um, I'm gonna go uh, forward with uh, um, what's this? Um, TV shows. I've been watching Ghost. Tonight is the the finale of Power Book Two, and uh, I haven't watched it yet. But so far, it's pretty good. Um, but I've really been watching. I, I've been telling everyone that that really listens. Please go check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, okay. Yeah, please go check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm is fire. Um, just in case. But then again, I don't think. It might not be for everyone. There's a certain type of humor that that dude has. Um, I never watched Seinfeld, uh, and I never will. But he's the creator of Seinfeld, the, um, Larry David. So yeah, just go check that nigga out. Because so, I keep telling you, I think I told you last week. Please go check out Kirby Enthusiasm. I will, dog. I haven't. I, I just haven't got. Uh, haven't gotten the time, hey, because I've been trying to finish off Raising Canaan, and then today I, I figured out that. Um, the new season of C dropped. I've never watched C. Oh my god, you should cease fire. Um, I've, been the new... watch, I've been I've been trying to watch Euphoria, uh, and I might yeah, I'm not too much. Too much is happening yeah. in Euphoria. Yeah, Euphoria is not really, really, really my you know you know my list. Um, it's not really high there. Um, but C is really high on that list. Sees high, and you know me, I'm not really even like a a Game of Thrones dude, but C is crazy. They killed that storyline. I'm looking forward to to not, not, when we finish recording. I'm actually rushing to just go take a bath and then come. Um, how many we'll how many see. seasons are there? This is the second season that I'm uh, about. And, to. and and this is the show where everyone is blind and then a baby's born that can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't checked that out. Though. 
that shit's fire um that's what i'm watching right now what else what else is happening man the r&b world there wasn't much that happened but oh my god something that i've been listening to that her album that she dropped last year oh my god <laughs> jesus jesus christ sakes um i went back i was having um a hangout yesterday and i just played that in the background while while um i was making food oh my god she she's really her mhm she's really that album is flawless dog it goes back to the gents versus <laughs> This is women conversation that we're having. Come on, the women smoking shit, bro. Nah, there's no skip in that album. Um, I remember she gets into her bag of a lover that you're trying to get over, but you still can't get over. And that bag is so relatable because everybody has been there. You've been every nigger has experienced. trying to move on attempting to move on but just not moving on because you haven't healed and now you you know you now can't love or now there's a wall because oh my god she murders that i've <laughs> i've adopted that whole just get into work mode thing of yours just get in the work <laughs> it works but in the long term it really doesn't but it works in the short term man just work just work yeah, through heartbreak off. work through just heartbreak work. and you'll be okay you'll be out in this space because it's not so it's boring to miss people god damn it man but it'll be yeah it'll be out right, man thank you for joining yeah. us once again on this audio adventure Um we love you my name is Busiso Etlamini those that know me call me the pan addict I'm never alone with my boy Sex Yeah man um thanks for being with us buddies um yeah like I always say and I'm never going to stop saying take cold showers I and, and I'm always going to say don't listen to Sex take hold baths um, No 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 listen 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 we, we had this don't don't tell people not to do it Say what you're gonna say after, but don't tell people not to do what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> say whatever you wanna say, but don't tell them not to do what I'm. Don't telling. listen to this nigga. Take very hard butts. Mess yourself in that shit. Take the stress, the stress away. Have a drink, smoke a blunt, hug the people yeah, that you man. love. Tell them that you love them. Um, and yeah, man, have a great week. Be blessed. We love you. Follow us, please. Once again, down if you listen to us on. on any other platform except Apple please download the episode so that it's offline um we're still in an up and coming podcast so it helps with our we're just trying to understand which type of content you guys love and our numbers and the so many analytics that we need to go forth and you mm-hmm. download that and we're still not quite we're still not quite sure what you guys actually like to listen to or hear yeah. from us so we oh, still yeah. like to improve yeah, You can still send us emails. You know, you can still let us up on yeah, social. Yes, send us emails. Let us know we what you fairly, like, what you don't like. <laughs> we have a fairly fast rate of response. <laughs> let us know, and also, please, 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 if there's topics that you'd like us to uh, tackle, feel free to um, hit us up on the socials. Feel free to email us. Um, if anything, man, engagement is everything to us. We appreciate you guys a lot. Uh, love and light.
Yeah, man. Nothing like strength and power. Shut up. Six, take us away with your song of the week. Oh, damn, man. Uh, my song of the week is from the new Saba album, and it's called Still. It's featuring um, him and your boy, Smino. And, uh, hey! And like, uh, yeah, no, you're gonna black Ungum Jova. Ungum Jova, in front of Ah, that nigga. Shit, man. But anyway, yeah. Um, that's my jam, Still by Saba. Still missing my lady, still smoking like crazy, still can't believe this is all real. Still spending per diem, still loving these homes, still don't really need no more. Still, my life is like a film, set in a different realm. I'm still trying to decide how I feel. I'm still rough as a rider, still right here beside you, still trying yeah. to find them. Yeah. Say, I gotta be still, yeah, I gotta be still. Cause right, cause I'm life going right, then it might wanna redeal. I say I wanna be here, but I got moves to make. There's so many people working for me nowadays that I don't even know who I pay. Okay, I'm still right here beside you, getting sick of the costume. It's the real world. When you with me, you take off your cool. Admittedly, yeah, I do too. I know I'm more elusive, but her grip never get looser, and that's why I don't want loser. Right on 290 windows down. I get reminded to slow down. I get a message we up now. See what I want with the ball down. I'm trying to be profound, but you can get lost with me. I had to leave it, but it don't hold until you were crossing me again. Still missing my lady, still smoking like crazy, still can't believe this is all real. Still spending per diem, still loving these hoes, still don't really need no mom. Still, my life is like a film, set in a different realm, I'm still trying to decide how I feel. I'm still rough as a rider, still right here beside you, still trying to find a beat to kill. I'm Shakespeare, no erasure, I wrote this verse in stone Sculpt the horoscope of Morris Cole, still tap in with your hoe It's me, no touch the soul I tell you, you when I'm in the booth I eat it like Baba Ganoush Baba the lines and Baba the goose I'm really just still in the youth Still missing my lady, still smoking like crazy Still can't believe this is all real Still spending per diem, still loving these hoes I still don't really need them all Still, my life is like a film Set in a different realm Still trying to decide how I feel I'm still rough as a rider Still right here beside you Still trying to find a beat to kill Thank you. 